Welcome to Third Rail Radio. Call in now. 646-929-1480. Now your host, Antichrisis73 and NCAP Dalek. Every once in a while, um, 
the 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 other serious thing I was going to say is so serious that I totally forgot what it was. Um, well, there you have it, folks. I just said what what was serious, um, and uh, now I'm going to hand it over to Shinduo and and Cap Dalek, and I'll randomly blurt out things. All right, I guess I'll uh, hop on the air real quick. She's going to clear my throat. <clears throat> All right, so, so um, for, first thing now, um, you were wanting to talk a little bit about the uh, the moth in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we can get into that in just a moment, real quick. But um, so, really, what's going on in there, and uh, what was the whole perspective on Twitter? What was the whole perspective on the media? What was going on with that right now? Well, what it was was it was a free speech rally basically allowing American people to say what they want about Islam. It was this individual – let me pull up his name. Uh, he was an ex-Marine, and what he wanted to do was he wanted to start a rally. Uh, his name was John Ritzheimer, which sounds straight-up Nazi, but I mean, I mean he probably has good intentions, but he wears a Fuck Islam t-shirt. Uh, and sells them uh, even at these rallies. So this John Ritzheimer uh, uh, started this Facebook page to basically denounce uh, Islam in America. He thinks that it's a it's a very dangerous religion, and those that are part of ISIS and Al Qaeda and all the terrorist organizations that we've grown to love are taking the book of the Quran forbatim and carrying out the wishes of the Prophet Muhammad or or whatnot, what's inside the book. And he wanted to basically use a, a free speech rally to uh project those thoughts and and to wake people up and basically say that uh, Islam does not belong in the United States of America, which is all about free speech, freedom of religion and whatnot, but I think it, it does infringe on the freedom of religion, my personal viewpoint, uh, but it's not about a draw Prophet Muhammad contest. It's It wasn't about that. It was just kind of like a, a media thing that he did in order to draw more ire and attention because of the shootings that occurred and maybe or May 3rd. Uh, I'll have to check those days out, but yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. That so, Shane, left... what you're saying is basically nobody should put their penis in a hornet's nest. Well, I mean, everybody should put their penis in the hornet's nest. If the hornet's nest is big enough, I guess, you know, where it's it's one of those things where you have to make a make a stink about it, I guess. Um, I mean, Bo Hodgkins could say this about, you know, any government, you know, that's a big hornet's nest too, and he's he's got a pretty good penis in that battle. Uh, and he's in the chat too, hi, Bo. You know uh, what's funny? It's like I burn Bibles hey, up here Bo. to the fucking case. Um but because I don't film it and put it on the internet, nobody cares. That's true. That's true. I, you know, and that's, I that's like the Alex Jones route. Up here for the case. As long as I see an American flag on a sweatshirt or a lapel pin, which is as much of a desecration as uh, as uh, that holy fucking piece of cloth um, as burning it is, then I just I just buy American flags at the gas station and just burn them. But because and my I don't too. film it, nobody cares. I agree. I agree. My you know, that is the proper way to dispose of the American flag is to burn it. Yep. Yep. That is truth. 
And not that a lot not, of people know that, but still, I mean, if I saw someone burning the flag, I'd go, thank you, that's the right way to do that. Um, you don't have to abide by the law. I mean, you could wipe your ass with it if you really fucking hate the thing, but did you drop it or something? What did you do? Why are you burning it? Eh? Oh, hey, it's Bo Hotchkiss from Blue Vino, everybody. Not even... I thought you were anti-crisis for a second. I snuck in. Nope. See that? Uh, we, I did put him on abruptly, so then you... We can all speak about this, but um, I I I can understand where the guy is kind of coming from. You know, free speech, do that, do this. But then there's also the really ironic part of just actually um, from their own free speech and the association of religion and expression. Uh, it, it's their right to do so, to do whatever the fuck they want to. If they believe in it, I don't really give a fuck. If people want to fucking worship unicorns and ponies or whatever the wait, wait, hold up, hold up, going crazy with their goddamn and the furries and the crazy ass baby fucking furries or whatever the fuck it is, go ahead and do so. Just don't fucking force it on me. And you know, I think it's a complete utter lack of reality that they could do that. But that's just me. That's it, though, is that they, the Muslim religion um, does force it on you. That's why they now, tout around banners well, saying well, that well, they well, are well, going to well, take well, over well. the world. It's not a choice for them. For them, okay, okay, okay. We are I'm, going I'm to do this, this for a and moment. we're going I'm to kill you if you don't moment. do it. That's Hold their on. thought. Now, the, granted, they're probably not going to pull it off, killing the entire human race that doesn't abide by them. Yeah, that's far-fetched. It's not going to happen. But Hold still... On. It's not something that should be taken as... It's not the same as, I'm going to believe this over here, you believe that over there. This is, you believe this right now or I'm cutting your face off. But he, but well, on, not that, very many Muslim Americans don't country. fucking say that, dude. Uh, not uh, even the people who are American and actually do believe in Islam don't fucking say that. I know fucking people who do worship Muhammad and all that kind of crazy, uh, all that good shit... But I've never heard them just say, oh, well, you know what, if you're not a fucking, is, uh, if you're not Muslim, then go fuck yourself and you should die. No, I didn't hear that from any of those people. I fucking heard love, you know, I'm this, and you know what, if you're Christian or you're an atheist or whatever the fuck you are, go ahead and do so. You know, all love to you, brother. That's, can, can that's I, can from I step most in for Muslim Americans that I've heard Christian. from. Alright, so I'm going to step in for a second. This uh, this rally in Phoenix is basically a clash of three unalienable rights in the United States of America. Is that freedom of speech, freedom of religion, actually four, freedom of, uh, of gathering and protest and assembly, and uh, the right to bear arms. So... All these things basically came together here in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and and basically the Second Amendment really came into play because of the shootings that occurred a couple weeks ago. And the Second Amendment, really, if you look at the Constitution, is there in order to protect the First Amendment because if the First Amendment doesn't work, then you got the Second Amendment. Uh, and you know these people have the right to to protest. They have the right to you know assemble and and make a point. Uh, and the, the way I think of it is that it's contradictory to assemble against a religion to denounce them and, and drive them out of America. Uh, and as as dangerous as Islam can be, as we saw with ISIS, but I, you've you heard my opinion on ISIS. I think they should be kissing our feet by the way that we've been arming them. You know, thanks oh, State yeah. Department. I agree uh, with all cartels, right? We armed uh, NARC, we armed FARC, we armed 
we arm every cartel, right? So instead of, you know, what their yayo is crude uh, and their marijuana um, is antiquities, right? So they're just commodities, but they're a cartel. They have nothing to do with Islam, just like the Catholic Church. Well, the, actually, FARC has more to do with the Catholic Church than ISIS does with Muhammad or the Quran, uh, you know, with Catholicism. I mean, they're much right. more uh, yeah, yeah. holy and pious. And, and uh, yeah, sure, they have all these weird, like, uh, you know, uh, sort of uh, integrations of... Um, uh, indigenous religions from from South America, but still, at the main, at the main post, m- most cartel leaders hit their cross and say their prayers before they tuck their kids in a bed. Which I honestly think that's a good thing to do. It, it really brought people together back in the day before there was a lot of warring factions. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm traditional. Um, well, I'm, I, I think that tucking your kids in the bed and reading them a, a nice fictional story, whether it's the Bible or whatever holy book you may follow, or Aesop's fables or uh, Tolkien or uh, C.S. Lewis, I think that's splendid. You know, spending time with your kids, reading them, that's absolutely splendid. Uh, reading them um, sort of the dark passage of uh, the Old Testament or the Quran or uh, the Kabbalah, that might be a little creepy. Yeah, it, right. that is right. also uh, a very contradictory point, too. Not a contradictory, but controversial, uh, because you definitely don't want to be reading your kids. And, and uh, you know, Muhammad said, strike down every infidel that doesn't believe in you and cut their heads off and, you know, uh, You can find stuff. the same type of rhetoric in any of the books, I ju- in any of the other two books I just mentioned. I mean, the Kabbalah is all about black magic and fucking smoting people and turning them into toads. The Old Testament well, is... I don't, I don't know about Shin, Cloud with a fucking beard who can throw lightning at you. Like, you know, I mean, th- th- that's all, th- th- it's all the same rhetoric, right? Like, like Dalek was getting at. Um, it, 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 I think if you went into any mosque um, in this country, what would you, you would find with somebody who looked like uh, one of your teachers um, in high school or, uh, you know, one of your classmates? Um, it, you know, I mean, Please, please, let's be more intelligent in the media. Well, I did want to hear what Dalek had to say. <laughs> Is he there? <laughs> All right, Bo, do you have anything to add? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I, I was there you go. sorry about that. Okay. But, <laughs> God damn it, why am I always so muted sometimes? Anyway, um, now, you and, I, uh, you and I, Antichrisis, know a few people who are Islam and uh, Muslim, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, we also know Star Fox, or yeah, and, yeah, uh, they're, and, and wonderful, up, loving individuals. They're not. Yeah, I, I never ever knew. I've never sat down and talked to a Muslim person, and uh, in my little anecdotal experience at, at 42, and been like, oh my god, this person's Muslim. I have no fucking idea. Um, you know, I mean that might be part of my you know, personal context. Um, but, you know, I really have no idea. And I mean, just, just a little demographic fact, the majority of Muslims in this world aren't brown skin. There is. Oh, no. Let's do what we should all be doing. Let's do what we should all be doing with this situation and look at each individual as an individual and say, is that person an asshole in general? 
yeah. if you want to kill people, you're a fucking asshole. And you don't deserve any respect. If you're a Muslim and you exactly. want to kill people, you don't deserve any respect. If you're a Christian and you want to kill people, you don't deserve any respect. It doesn't matter what religion you are. You're an asshole if you want people to die that you don't even know, that you've never even met, that have nothing to do with you, just because they either believe something or you think they believe something. That's the fucked up part. Is These people that, that do think they know what other people believe, if they don't even ask, or even if you do ask, what says they give you the right answer, or what says they give you the truth, you know, like there's all these gray areas that to me just goes, if you're the type of asshole that even wants to ask that question, fuck off. Uh, you, you don't deserve to get any respect in the first place. Whatever yeah, somebody's religion is doesn't pertain to you, me, or anybody else. And even so, it doesn't change anything in the physical world whatsoever. I'm sorry, I could believe in a fucking giant fucking sloth god that farts rainbows. What does it matter? It I'm doesn't like change anything that. in the real world. So it's a happier fucking vision than most of the shit out there is a smiling sloth that farts rainbows. That's way fucking happier. That you know, you know what you do for communion for the the rainbow farting sloth is you eat bacon. Did that uh, mean that sloth would no longer be one of the seven deadly sins? Uh, no, and bacon. Did I mention <laughs> the bacon? I, d- I mean, on. I just think I I think it's important to to point out that you know any you know uh, totally you know polar spectrum of any any group um you know you you can you can compare one and and the other you know you can compare fundamentalist christians who um uh you know have nine kids and kneel down and pray fucking day and night for the rapture that doesn't make a lot of sense to me um you know with uh people as as uh you know nutty as uh uh, who want to take down, uh, you know, the Dome of the Rock just to bring about the end of the world, and you know, or in Islam. How or fucking arrogant is that? So I mean, I mean, so so every component, every little segment of life has, you know, that that section that's way out there on the pole. And the reason that that's all we talk about is because they they're entertaining because they're fucking nuts. So that's why the news puts them on, right? Like, I mean, if if this if this radio show, if we weren't all you know friends and close and we didn't curse and smoke weed and drink and beer and you know have a good time, like it wouldn't be that interesting. Let's just be honest, right? Unless we were talking about blood and guts and you know the the differences between this person and the other person and augmenting them, um, you know, that, it's such a tired fucking narrative, like. If we're going to fool each other with something, can we please come up with a different story? Oh, yeah. But And I think this is uh, another part that we really need to put in, and uh, I need to start getting better marketing, Jesus Christ. But um, I think we might need to have like a little bit of controversy, because controversy is always really good, right? Because all your haters are just basically your fucking makers, and besides... Uh, bad publicity is good publicity. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to have like controversy right now. But you know what? Maybe one day. Maybe one. Well, day. no. But this is this is like the this is the premise that our whole you know Madison Avenue consumerist advertising marketing persona management um, construct comes from. Um, right? Is that no yeah. no pub is bad pub? 
Um, you know, yeah. that, that the way to attract attention to a brand, a political party, a sports team, um, anything that's failing, and you know, is, is to not waste a crisis, is to not waste a victory, is to bring attention. Well, uh, and speaking of which, I wonder if part of what you're just mentioning about advertising and crises and those type of things, I wonder if they're all linked together because advertising is failing in general. I don't know if you knew that, but there's there's been like no successful advertising, uh, at least not compared to the scale that it used to be. Right. The you know, it used to be you could get people to click American banners and that type of shit. The military industrial complex is no longer. And well, that, could, that could be a silver lining to how why they ruined the fucking internet. I could see Bo's point there too. When you're in a world where you don't have to deal with advertising, you got all, all these ad blockers, and you're watching Netflix, and then something occurs that you have to watch the news to wait, be a wait, part stop, of. stop, stop, stop. Hold up. Before you finish that that statement, I don't mean just that you can block them. I mean the ads are not psychologically working anymore. Oh, I understand. Because people people have gotten tolerant of advertisement enough to where they can actually look past it like a like a magic eye poster how the shit that doesn't matter is just not, not even there that type of thing look past it you know like banner ads and all that type of shit commercials on tv even if you're watching it you're thinking of something else you're not even watching the fucking ad they don't work at all anymore and they're freaking out about it and this is what like people yeah. like edward bernays counted on absolutely counted on was the yeah. captive audience of of uh, the television, um, which everybody was glued to, uh, you know, from 1952 um, until now. And, and go, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. Well, I just want to acknowledge real quick that uh, Coach uh, Coach Bourbon is on the line. And then plus, I really wanted to just say a little bit of, uh, a little bit of things about advertising. I, I I really do believe that advertising is going to another level. Um, I really do believe that you know as the the market adapts and as the market just brings up something brand new for it you know we're going to start looking at rather from you know like we just have all these fucking billboards and all these people just saying hell yeah let's go ahead and do that um what's going to really happen is that if there's a good product people are going to speak about it that's what's going to happen because the best yeah. person the best best utility for getting a product out there is people because yep. you know that person will actually speak about this product and how fucking awesome the, it is especially you know whether it's content like our show and if you guys really like our show go ahead and just say hey go ahead and listen to our show come on it'll be awesome you know right come on <laughs> but um, it's it, drugs, it, man. It's like drugs. Like, Nobody, like they don't advertise stuff. drugs. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah, still find drugs to sure. do. Oh, speaking of so pure, uh, pure, pure. Uh, speaking of uh, Bernays, uh, the, the Freudian slip. Bernays was uh, Freud's <laughs> nephew. Um, so Ross sentenced to life in prison, huh? Boy, that was a costly fucking. Uh, email entry error. The what? You know, Ross Ulbricht. Please explain. Prison Go ahead. Uh, oh, oh, oh Silk Road, Silk Road, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sentenced to life in prison. 
today. I thought he got two oh two life God. sentences, didn't he? Well, I mean, that's sort of... Uh, you're, you're done, basically. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, one life sentence. I mean, do, are they promising that we have two lives? Is that what they mean? Isn't that retarded, isn't it? I've never yeah. understood. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's, it's like a I, snub I guess, in the yeah, face, like a rub in reincarnation. Goddamn, dude. I, I, I didn't know that reincarnation could happen. Or maybe but only in prison. Now. Only in prison. Oh yeah, yeah. So, only in prison. So if you get five life sentences, right? You get to reincarnate five times in prison. What the state is saying. It's fairly, exactly. very, very confusing. Well, life sentence is what twenty five years times five. That's a hundred and. But it was like eighty. Twenty five years. Makes you wonder when they come out with the technology that'll make people live five times longer if they'll just be like, all right, we've reserved this for the super wealthy and the felons. Right. So that we can keep our for-profit prisons going five times longer. A little piece of good news is for-profit prison stocks are actually down. Oh, that's good news. That is good news. A tiny little silver lining. Um, well, I mean, I mean ma- imagine making, imagine sitting down in a cafe and being probably pretty spent, uh, two blocks from your house, um, trying to keep, I don't know how many fucking accounts that guy had on how many different servers and entering the wrong one into the wrong thing. And you just started this thing on the dark web. It took on its own life. And I know he broke every law in the fucking world in the book, like literally everyone. Uh, but boy, man, that's I don't. That's just for for those of us who are not uh, read up on the topic, which would be myself. Could you explain a little bit? Uh, yeah, more? my bad. Bro. Elaborate uh, a little bit more on the law. They did break it. Yeah, no. Ross was uh, Ross Ulbrich was the guy who started Silk Road, the original one. Um, right. And uh, no, no, the original one is the one that Marco Polo traveled on. True that. Right. Good point. And touche. Um, but a brilliant game, and uh, you know, I I don't know my own personal opinion, and, and others would know better. It just it got so huge, and and uh, once you start, you know, uh, selling contracts on lives, um, he probably should have shut it down if he could, but I don't think he even could have at that point. Boy, there's human trafficking going on there. Oh, you anything? Uh, you anything. can hire oh, assassins. I mean, literally anything, soup to nuts. But, I mean, of course, the irony of the free market enterprise is now there's 2,000 Silk Roads. Um, and, sure, 1,500 of those are fraudulent, and uh, and of those, probably, you know, 1,450 are, are honeypots, but uh, that means there's still 550 that are uh, have copied the business model and are doing quite well. Um, and... Uh, have learned from from his mistakes. Um, we're I think we're entering a world where technology is going to surpass government so fast that it isn't going to matter that we have a government. There's, there is no keeping up with all of this shit. Well, that's why we have to have hackers, right? Or they'll just take it from us, right? White hats, hopefully. Oh, I don't care what color hat they have as long as they keep the shit out of the government's hands. Like dudes like the Punisher that have black and white in their outfit, huh? Oh, yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I, I hope Tom Jane re- replies as his role as the Punisher. Oh, uh, wasn't he badass? He was the most, He was the best. If anybody hasn't seen it on YouTube, I would check out Laundry Day, I believe it was called. Uh, kind of like a Punisher 
uh, what they call it, bootleg. And uh, it's really well done. Uh, just check it out. Cool. And that's what I have to say about that. Starring Tom Jane. And uh, I won't talk about Mad Max. No, we but, covered that. We covered that. <laughs> yeah, we did. Sorry, I'm I'm a little bit of a Mad Max zealot. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I'm. Okay. Same was here. Was it good? Tell me that. I haven't seen it. How good was no, it? No, I haven't. I I, I saw uh, a a bad copy of it, which wasn't even worth it. I'm going to see it in 3D in Nebraska, of all fucking states. Hey, there's nothing else to do in Nebraska. I want to except, except for wait. I'm sorry. No, you could so recreate Mad Max in Nebraska with how flat it is. Indeed. Could, yeah, okay. it'd probably Don't be safer to be honest. And there's all those weird like white gangs in Nebraska too. So you totally could. <laughs> yeah, you could totally like maul them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is for killing all the buffalo, you fucks. What? That wasn't even us. Whatever. Oh, yeah, another uh, media thing that I saw today about Phoenix is that uh, it was a biker gang rally against Islam. And that wasn't, that's not the truth. <laughs> My God. What do you mean? No, that was a totally separate thing, wasn't it? No, it, it, uh, bikers uh, allegedly started this whole thing at this Phoenix mosque and <clears throat> wanted to ride around with guns, according to the media, and and uh, raise awareness against the crimes of Islam and uh, another big issue is that ISIS is going to strike back, but dude, you, if you're not like I tweeted out earlier, if if you're not wearing shorts and a t-shirt in 103 degree weather, which it was today in the middle of the sunlight, you are tagged. Like you, you got to be a suicide bomber. <laughs> you got to be you got to be covering something. I think that's probably uh, an accurate statement. But isn't that funny? Like the media. Okay, so you live there, like, and I've heard people say that before. Like, you know, you know, especially back in the like back in the day in the live streaming shit, like where somebody would be on the media and somebody would contact somebody and be like, "Go there," you know, and they'd go there and be like, "There's nothing going on here." And then that happened. Yeah. Was that a meow? Yes, there was a meow. Uh, legitimate oh or is Kershaw still on the line? It's like uh my my cat was uh, meowing and shit. I think he really wants something. I don't know. Maybe some water or oh, food probably going on tide. Maybe some pussy. I don't know. Uh, the that pussy was a real meow. That was the meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Bumblebee tuna. Maybe some tuna, right, Mitchie? Oh, little kitty. Bumblebee My tuna. little kitty. I love you. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just, uh, sorry, sidetracked, guys. Uh, um, one movie that I actually do kind of want to see this weekend is San Andreas. I, I don't want to sidetrack this entire show because I know we're on some Not on sidetrack? <laughs> yeah, we're not on sidetrack. Uh, th- th- that's what I do to your show. It's like, hey, completely different subject. Um and yeah, shit, for the record, like you can always call, like tweet Dalek and be like, "Let's do a show," like always, and use this account whenever you want. Seriously. Oh crap! All right. Look, yeah. I really am going to be going to premium here soon, even though I've never done it, and everybody's going to call me out on that shit. And I was going to go down what do you the mean, and... call you. Who cares that you've never done premium? Seriously, anyone that calls him out on this has no life whatsoever. 
I'm yeah. sorry, but you don't. <laughs> yeah. If you call him out for going premium on BTR, you have no life. He he's trying to do something fun. You are so bored that you're going. Oh look at this fucker. He's going. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like at a forty. Settle down. Not easy. All the sport cats going crazy. In the not interesting. She just wants to keep you talking. Oh no! That is to listen to. Every time I hear myself on anything, it's like, oh my god, how do you guys stand listening to me? Oh jeez. <laughs> well, I think you have a distinctive good voice, uh, radio, Quite frankly. I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's the train. We got to work some train horns at New York promo too. Yeah, that's really the that's the that's your like signature is the trains in the background at random. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, something I can't avoid. <laughs> no, that's how we know that you're still there. Oh, I heard one. You guys are gonna hear one too. I guess they have sure. to honk five times every time they they come to an intersection. So. Yes, you should put up a billboard that says, shut up, I'm doing BTR right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just to continue this tangent, it's still it's amazing how many people still get fucking swamped on train tracks. Swamped? What do you mean? Like, like cars that get stuck on the tracks or think they can beat it or, you know, some drunkard who falls asleep. Like, a, you know, a lot of people still die getting hit by train. Yeah. Also, no, there are people who get who get what's well deserved to them, thanks to trains. But well, I think I think that's what <laughs> driving at. You know, that's a different story. Yeah, I don't know if I told you that story. Or whatever. I, I'm pretty sure I told you that story about the the lady that was stealing from the VFW that got her car okay, destroyed got, by a train. We got somebody on the line right now. Um, we have somebody right over here, and uh, we and this specific person is JVAB, and he's got a person. Who is uh? Is, yeah, who has yeah, another yeah, guy? Yeah, um, hey, guys, guys, I got to go. Um, this is your boy J Lab from the J Lab Power Hour, 10 p.m. Eastern every Fridays. Um, J and I have I have someone here. She would like to give a shout out. I would like you to say, I want to give a shout out to Third Rail Radio. Um, number one, please. Hi, this is Valentina, and I want to give a shout out to Third World Radio. You're the best. Sure, you guys heard that. Thank you very much, Mama. Does she yeah, have a, a, a candlelit shrine? Beautiful. Does she have a candlelit shrine? Us? Does she have a candlelit shrine of you? Um, I, I just need to start one. She needs to start one. She needs to get one going. <laughs> my body got a little nook in the house there. Start a shrine. That was touching. I'm seriously trying not to weep. She just started this. Thank you, Jack. Fucking candlelit shrine. Thank you, to do that. Thank I don't you, know, man. I just, you know, I just love right there. Um, I'm like, can I, can I get a shout-out, please? Live on the airwaves. And the bitch was like, shit, you're in pajamas. I'm like, I know. That's how stars roll. Rich people come outside in pajamas, baby girl. She was like, you on the radio? I said, yes, right now. Can you say it? She was like, okay, I will. I'm like, oh, she looked like a stripper. She was throwing her son down on the phone. The nigga was getting mad because she's talking to me now and giving a shout-out to you guys on your show. Stay vigilant. Head on a swivel. <laughs> Let him I do these type of things for Third Row Radio. I go about, I find a random females and people. I would like you to give a shout-out. I'm chilling right here with, with, with this guy. He owns, um, this guy owns Walmart, right? Believe it or not. His name is Thomas. 
Thomas, say hi to these people, please. What up? What up? Yeah, right now, I'm with Thomas. Thomas is one of these dudes. He lives out here in New Hampshire with me. You know how the rich people live in New Hampshire. We, we're going to have um, a stripper party right now. He has, like, five bitches in his crib waiting. He came and got me. I'm in my jammies and a white T-shirt. Nigga, I'm keeping it real. Hey, Hell Thomas, yeah. Can I, ask, can I ask Thomas about those underground tunnels under Walmart? Tonight is one of these nights. I'm randomly finding bitches to give shout-outs. My nigga Thomas, he owns a Walmart. I know I see how I meet these people. He met me at a party. Thomas, give a shout-out to Walmart and um, Third Row Radio. Hey, give a shout-out to Walmart and Third Row Radio there. I'm Walmart? Shout out tonight, nigga. Represent? He owns it. He's having a good ass. Oh, yeah. You ought to have him say it's all about them tunnels or some shit. We get verification on the tunnels underneath your Walmart, Thomas. Well, he's um he's half black, half white. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say he's fully black. He ain't. He ain't. You know, you know how these light skinned niggas is fucking it up for us. He's one of them light skinned niggas. <laughs> oh, so Jay's setting him up. Run, Thomas, run. Run. Jay's about to choke him out. <laughs> oh shit, Jay! Thank you, man. A lovely shout out from Jay and, and uh what a show, oh, man. Off the chain. Oh, definitely. Um I'm trying to remember the girl's name. Hopefully I, I gotta listen to you guys show so remember her bum ass name. So when I see her again in town, I can say hi to her. Valentina. Valentina, I gotta remember Valentina's name now. Thank you guys very much. I made me more famous. The bitch felt like the bitch felt like she was a star speaking to you guys. I'm like, oh shit, give a shout out. <laughs> And when you and and when you get off uh, uh, started, just hit up Trey Songs, leader of anonymous at. Uh, oh, you know that Trey Songs better. Trey Songs better relinquish his, his anonymous um position and, and, and give it to to, to that number light skin black nigga that hating on me. <laughs> but we do need an op uh, an op rescue cookie What's the good guys? Thomas, how does it feel to own slaves at Walmart? Oh, man, this is awesome. Awesome. You can't get no better than that. <laughs> and Thomas, I got a question for you. I keep seeing all of these stuff on um on, on the Internet where Walmart's being closed and they're using them as some form of, like, deep helm storage for, like, military shit. Can you talk about that? Well, I can't talk about that on the record, but, yeah, they are. Okay. Oh, say no more, guys. All right, guys. Um, I need to be <laughs> on the record for our Illuminati show. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Thomas, Thomas go get Miles sweater. You know, South Carolina shit. But but you guys, it's, it's definitely a pleasure. I'm definitely gonna call back in a couple of minutes. But right now, we're about to step inside. I want to see how this stripper party going. There. Uh, yeah, uh, and we done. and we will be on the radio, living vicariously through <laughs> J Vab's eyes. Hell yeah! Oh, man. <laughs> I think a little best, man. Oh, hopefully, hopefully the party going insane. Where I could call in and we could have we could have these bitches going crazy on the show. Feel me? Well, if you had your already know, I'm still going to call in and get my love again. Yo, have fun, man. All right, yes, sir. All right, my niggas, that'll be easy. Thank you very much for having me. That's man. Yes, that's really well. That's really well, brother. All right, peace. Okay. That was Jay Mab, host of J Love Power Hour, another uh, show under the Revolution Radio banner. Um, and I, I'm telling you, man, like I love good stand-up. I love good comedy. Um, I mean, quite frankly, I don't even know if he and Shaq are the same people, but 
That show is hilarious. No, there's no way. Yeah, uh, no, no. I know it's not. But, I mean, that, when Bailey was fucking screening me, he thought that I was Shaq. And if he hadn't introduced me, like, I was totally going to come on and pretend I was fucking Shaq. Is this Pope? <laughs> so oh, yeah. You fucked that one up for me, dude. I'm so good. sorry. Oh, I'm terrible. so terrible. It's great comedy. It's really good. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Every time I've listened, I've laughed my fucking ass off. Oh, Smack, who's on the line? Who's on the line? Well, coach, that's for Coach sure, Bourbon. We have, uh, we have Coach Bourbon. Oh, we Coach have Bourbon. Houston. Okay, hey. We have uh, Bo, and then we have Antichrisis, and then me. That's pretty much what we have on the line. That's yeah, our yeah. lineup tonight. Uh, it's Glenn not awesome. around anymore? You guys are around. We have no, he's still around. Listeners. Oh, okay. Eight viewers and listeners. Um, hopefully, we can get more. If you guys could go ahead and do so, tweet out the show. Make this happen. I gotta start tweeting out the show myself, so we can just have a lot of bunch of fucking people. So let's go ahead and do so. And Glenn has two uh, great shows coming up the next two Wednesdays, um, and you, you know it's a little bit of a different mood, um, but he's got some killer guests. Uh, and because I know nothing about Canadian politics, I won't even pretend to know their names. Um, but uh, uh, well, Tom, hey, that's, that's why we listen to his show, though. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't know. Every time I've ever listened to his show, it's it's an eye opener of holy fuck. They've got it just as bad as as we do. It's yeah. just as bad. And I'm not trying to say it's equal. It could be worse. It might be worse. I don't know. I mean, granted, I don't think Canada's uh, funding terrorism all throughout the world, so maybe we do have it worse just for that alone. But still, still, government-wise, like just the administration and the way it's run, he's he's definitely an eye-opener to listen to. What's up with the show on Wednesday night? And the contrast between what, it, what Canada was, like, I mean, uh, you know, at my age, like, after, like, the third or fourth show I listened to of Glenn's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, shit, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Like, you can't even go to Canada up there. They'll snipe your ass. Um, and granted, the population... What time does fucking Glenn go? Someone tell me. What time does he go on air on Wednesday? Oh, um, 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm trying to start listening to more of these, like... Oh, wait, what time zone? And whatnot, Are you and kind of get a feel for things. Yeah, that's Eastern, 10 o'clock. Okay. Oh, shit, it might well, be 9. Um, I thought Eastern, it might be 9. I thought it was 9 Eastern. Yeah, it's it is 9. Eastern. And what I do for all your guys' shows, and it doesn't mean I, I necessarily can always show up, but what I do is do sign up for the uh, email reminder, which does um, help me. Um, oh, yeah. So, and, and that's a good thing. Um, but, uh, so, Coach, Thursday, Coach and I are going to do a show on uh, spirits. What else are we going to cover, my brother? No doubt. I'm still uh, looking for a couple people. Like, I want to get different regions represented and whatnot. I'd really like to get somebody from either Chicago or New Orleans or both. Oh, and I got yeah. a pretty good lead on Chicago because hey, I'm a huge Cubs fan. Like, I'm from Chicago, so I know and follow a lot of people from Chicago. Like, I think I'm going to be able to figure that shit out. 
What's the and, time? Oh, what you I was planning on going on 11 Eastern because I got some people from the West Coast that are going to come on, so I don't want to make it, like, unreasonably early for them. Lindsay in particular has kids and shit, so, like, it's going to be kind of weird for her, but she's really chill. She'll make it work. And Bo asked, what what are we going to cover? Um, I mean, I got a lot of random questions. When you work behind a bar, people tell you a lot of funny things and whatnot. So, I mean, it's yes, going to be about spirits, but it's also going to be about the crazy situations you end up in behind a bar. It's going to be the crazy stories you hear from people. Like, I'm really just kind of trying to tout that culture. Like, we are in a very unique situation as America's last legal fucking drug dealers and whatnot, you know? Like, so, you're a, you're a bartender. We're people's best friends. We're people's practical family, like, we're people's worst enemies when we cut them off and whatnot. People are so serious, you know, about this industry in a very unique way, so... I've bartended many times. One of the... Yeah, and Bo, and Bo's a musician, but I think he's in the industry as well, and it's also one of the most rapidly changing industries. Um, Oh, absolutely. It's changing. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny when I first came on. You were talking about marketing and advertising and whatnot, and there is no better industry to like study as an example of like how insane like marketing and advertising are as the spirits industry. Like, I oh, would yeah. say about thirty percent of the price of a bottle of booze is marketing. About fifty percent is taxes, and twenty percent is the actual production. Like that is yeah. pretty. You know, yeah. for a lot oh, of yeah, yeah. and whatnot. So. Here's and it's, a, it's a, so clear, um, a clear ahead. example is uh, what's your uh, take on uh, Patron? I mean, I'm not a big tequila guy as far as tequila goes. I'm but quality-wise, what would you say? Uh, I would say middle of the road, in all fairness, like... Right. And they, stuff, they, like they the advertise the fairness is pretty unique and it does kind of stand out to me like And Patrona has different tiers, right? They had Trey Generation on, they have like the Yeah, the, they got an Anejo and they got a Reposado. Well, and, I mean that's that's not much different than most serious tequila right. bankers. I mean most people who produce tequila do three different brands. The state of However, though, me from a guy um, all of Patron's the, where Patron makes their money is in their advertising because they yeah. advertise that it's perfect because guess what? There's no law that says your own opinion of your own product is something that you cannot advertise. Right. That's not against the law. So they advertise, we are perfect, we are amazing. The truth what? is, no, they're not. There's way better tequilas on the market than them. But oh, you're yeah. not going to find them in a bar because they cost seventy dollars a bottle. But well, I mean, uh, you know what? The, like the point, coach and the packaging. Like, I mean, the, the, the word. So, yeah, the word. I mean, okay, look at fucking Fireball. That stuff is hideous. Oh, it took off. Terrible. It took it's off. Fucking sugar. It's a guaranteed fucking hangover. But it's a penny dropper. Fucking jump on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, it sells like crazy, man. Like, it's not. And also, also, anti-crisis, anti-crisis. It also has, guess what? Freaking, uh, what was it? Uh, Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde, yes. In it, it does? I'm sorry. Yes. The scout chemist here, checking in. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Very touchy I, I issue for that. us here in Kentucky where bourbon is one of the leading, you know, industries in our state behind horse racing and our illegal fucking booming fucking marijuana industry, but... A fine industry, indeed. I, and I would like to yeah. point out on that but note... Fireball is cut into our market considerably, and Kentuckians motherfucking hate that Yeah, shit. and it's If cheap. you want to find a state that hates Fireball, Kentucky is probably number one. Every time I ship a fire bourbon, I contact Coach. <laughs> fireball. I remember last time you came on our show, you were asking me about bullets. Yeah. And Do we, you have I a show? Yeah. Um, Chief, um, promo your, your show. <laughs> yeah, promo your show. Uh, promo my handle show. on BTR is Weird Beard on Me. Um, okay. The name of the show is The Agency Radio. I got a bunch of rowdy friends on the internet. We call ourselves The Agency. Like we've all got like secret fucking code names. And uh, Anti-Crisis will be receiving one when he comes on uh, my show on Thursday, as will uh, LRJD. So you guys will be initiated into the crew. Do you, you know have a Twitter handle? Yeah, it's just a bunch of goofiness. Like, we just get rowdy in the middle of the night on the internet and talk about whatever random crap crosses it's, it's our minds. My wife, my wife it's says. not, like, a very well-read, like, informed show. Having listened to this show, like, you talk about a lot of politics. You talk a lot of current but events honestly, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. There is the fair share of fuckery, but, like, I don't How know. organized Ours is this show, Crisis? This, how organized is this show? Yeah. I have the attention span of a gnat. I was going to say, I, I don't think it pertains to how much we prepare, because I usually prepare my show about an hour before it airs. All right, well, Dallas so, and I have two tiers of shows. We have a, we have a shoot-the-shit tier, which is 90% of our shows, which is what we're doing right now. And, you know, it's more or less what Coach says. It's, it's a bunch of cats who uh, love to chat. It's what my wife calls the conference call. Um, and then, <laughs> good radio, you know. Yeah, and it's good. And then and then we delve into some topics here and there. And then, um, you know, every once in a while, Doug would be like, "Yo, I'm getting this guy on," and um, you know, let's get fired up. And uh, I'll do some research and and prepare some questions. And uh, um, you know, I wish we we did more of those shows. But yeah. um, you know, um, one of the I- things that's incredibly time consuming is getting guests. Oh yeah, um, and that—that's, you know, I think that's that's one thing that that Glenn does really well is uh, he spends a considerable amount of time securing guests, and you know, so if you want to do serious radio, like that's a big a big part of it. It takes a tremendous amount of preparation. I'm still pretty fucking amazed at our golfing friend there, Mister CNY Rebel, uh, uh, at his ability to like multitask and handle all of us and hurt cats and um you know uh it it's provided us for what like three years plus of a lot of fun but I, yeah. I've got a lot of respect for him, like he seemed like the kind of guy who prepared very heavily but also rolled with the punches so freely because I mean the kind of people he brought on, you're not gonna be able to stick to a topic. You know, yeah. like, if he had a featured guest and he was kind of trying, you know, to keep people on the low so that, like, his guests would get attention and whatnot. Like, I saw a couple of his shows that were more focused, but for the most part, it's fucking chaos, you know? Like, and he never seemed to break his cool whatsoever. Like, he 
I, I still think like the, the Sue Basco show, um, and I know I know like some of our friends didn't like the way like he he did that show, but I still think that goes down in the ledger of one of the best nuanced trolls ever. Because what yeah. people did with that show afterwards, you know, with soundboards and cutting it up, was spectacular. Like. You know, like really spectacular. Um, so, and plus, he I, was the fucking guy that got her, dude. That's like, you know, the mother of all fucking craziness and absolute fuckery. And he got her on the show, and it's still probably on BTR. Yeah, and it pretty much wiped out any like legitimacy of any lawsuit against. Anybody in in the earlier crew that ever could have existed, like, and and that was the real fucking genius of that show. You know, Are you talking about Glenn right now? No, about uh, about Rebel. Um, oh, Rebel, and, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the Basco show, um, which was which was a fun show. Well, we were just talking about the trolls. And, and, and Has he been on BPR since he did his farewell show? Like he mentioned that he may make sporadic appearances on BTR. Like has he showed up on anybody's show? I'm he did he's a every, show on is Puppy a Show, but um, I, oh, from what I've heard, no, he was on Puppy Show, the last show of Puppy, and then he's going to move up to Revolution Radio. But from what I've heard from a little birdie, I I think he might. Uh, Kind of get on our show. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or he knows it's going to happen ahead of time. Uh, Definitely post me and let me know. Not that I don't plan on listening to you guys a lot more regularly, but I would want to make sure that's one that, like, I hit live as opposed to archive. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, let me ask you, what's your your Twitter Twitter handle, sir? um, Coach Bourbon USA. Coach Bourbon USA. I think I follow you. I'm Shinduo, by the way. Oh, right on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm more like, I follow a lot of people in Louisville. I follow a lot of people in Chicago. Like, I used to have several other handles. Urban Playtime was my original, and that's when I was really into, like, going on Vince in the Bay and following everybody, you know, who was, like, tech-savvy and whatnot. Like, I'm all over the fucking shitload of you guys. Yeah, back then. Yeah, I am such an idiot. That was you. That's excellent. Why the yes, fuck is Vince not doing shows anymore, huh? I don't know, dude. Fuck Vince. Like, I've got a lot of respect for Vince because he got us all into this fucking BTR thing and whatnot. Like, I'm not sure we would have discovered it independently, and I'm not sure there's another platform that would tolerate our great fuckery. You know? Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You couldn't do this but, on AM. No, 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 no. No, no, you couldn't. Are you, are you telling me that Coast to Coast wouldn't have the whole lot of us? No, I was yes, actually no, kind of thinking no, no, earlier, no, like, no. this particular broadcast, like, Third Rail, kind of reminds me of Coast to Coast. I actually love George Norrie, and... Uh, George Norrie is awesome. Who doesn't yeah. love George Norrie? Yeah, right? Like, you know, I mean... How could you not like that guy? There you are. I, you know, like, my wife watches The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I listen to UFO stuff. <laughs> Bachelorette. Oh my God! Wrong with that? God, the Lord have mercy upon my soul. They oh do my say gosh, opposite no. the tracks, right? So another you quick uh, 
serious topic that I'd love to love to hear all your guys' opinion on is so now um our 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 intrepid government is pursuing political uh foreign policy through uh the governing body of international athletics. Hmm. Wait, what do you mean uh, by that? FIFA thing? FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if that's not punitive against Putin in a passive aggressive neoliberal fashion, I don't know what it is. Are you talking about because they, like, uh, wasn't it Israelites shot out the legs of a Palestinian FIFA player? No, 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 no. I I think this is more akin to just uh, payoffs from uh, from Gazprom and uh, Qatar. Oh, okay. Maybe you didn't hear about that then. No, no. If there were legs shot out, I'm, I, I would love to uh, hear about it. I, I saw it... Uh, on my Twitter stream, like all day today, I, I'm not. I didn't look into it, but the headline was that yeah, Israel literally shot out the legs of a soccer player who was Palestinian. But, but I mean, Israel has no FIFA representation. I have so, no idea of the details. Well, I, mean, like I, said, I didn't look into it. That's for You know, the IDF might have just done that for fun. Might have been part of the halftime show at the soccer match. I'm not sure. Or the football match, I guess you would call it. I'm not. I could, I could be completely wrong about it. Israel. It was just tweets that I saw, and I I didn't well, pay enough attention to it. I didn't click the link to read it. I just saw that, and when you mentioned that, that's what popped into my head. This FIFA thing is fiduciary. You know, it's financial, and people took bribes and so on. But FIFA has never not been corrupt. Like, you know, I spent the first four years of my life in Italy, and when I was two, I knew FIFA was corrupt. Can we face adult sports like they should be faced? That right. they're like, ridiculous. Don't talk about them on the news. Well, I mean, like adult sports in general, it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like it's grown ass men throwing a ball around, but making a shit ton of money at it. What? Why? Why? Because it's it's a game, right? And you're supposed to play a game for fun. That's the point of a game. I think that probably is part of the definition of game. Um, yet they're paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to throw a ball around. These are grown-ass men. And then other grown-ass men are watching these grown-ass men throw a ball around and get all pissed off about it and do this and that. It, it's a little bit weird to me that this is our society, that we haven't grown up. We we haven't People, graduated from the Coliseum. You can say that about pretty much any facet of entertainment, though. You know, like people who make well, a million dollars I mean, in the art movie is, fucking Art is a little bit different like, because art's well, more cerebral than than throwing a ball around. Throw, you can't well, argue well, that throwing well, a ball I, around I, is I, cerebral at all. I would love to hear coaches, before we go past your point, Bo, because it was a good one, I'd love to hear coaches' uh, response because uh, I know he's a sports fan. Oh, absolutely. Huge fan of art, too. I play eight instruments and whatnot, and I played baseball at a very competitive level. I also played music at a fairly competitive level as far as music goes and whatnot. And I see a lot of similarities. Like, I mean, it's muscle memory learning, you know, to play the guitar, for example. I mean, it's a very physical kind of skill and whatnot. You could argue that it's more intellectual, but... 
I think there's a lot of intellect that goes into the strategy in sports and whatnot. Like, I really don't see the two mediums as all that different. I mean, there's a simple question here. Do you enjoy the two for the same reason? Yes and no. I mean, there's an adrenaline rush associated with both. I mean... Right. Right. There's an intellectual simulation that is very unique, and maybe it's in different directions, but probably not all Now, at what point... When it comes at, right down to it, like... At what point do I tell you I'm going to pay you $190 million to play the sports that you love so much, but um, you love these instruments just as much, you'll never make that much money doing that. You Hold love on. them both, but White sorry. White line, um, poison. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who have made a lot of money, you know, playing music. Who can barely play three chords. That, those times are gone, man. Right. Those times are over. You don't play instruments anymore. The people that make the billions or the millions or whatever are the people that buy tracks, they buy lyrics, they buy everything. They don't even write them. They just they buy them. They okay, buy the so ones what? that are mathematically prob that are probable to be catchy based on algorithms that have already been predetermined. So music is no longer yes, no. And I'm going to throw about, a weird example. Justin Timberlake plays like 12 fucking instruments like Writes all his own stuff and whatnot. I'm not going to say no aspect of that is electronic. I mean, he definitely, you know, incorporates DJs and, like, electronic elements and whatnot. And he's not my favorite artist by a fucking long shot. When I was told how many instruments he knows how to play, I was floored. Like, I knew him as the kid from the Mickey Mouse Club, like, Christina Aguilera and fucking Britney Spears and whatnot. Well, when's the last time you heard a Justin Timberlake song? It's been a good, what, five, six years. Yeah, because he, he does a bill, and actually plenty. last year, last November, um, and sold out, you know, a 26,000-seat arena. I mean, the album well, that I don't mean, on, he's he's on on tour. I mean that he's come out with a hit that everyone's all the rave about. I, well, I couldn't I tell you the name of the album, the wall, but it dropped, to, I believe, right? in 2013, and it was like five times platinum or some shit like that. Like, it is not like he has been removed from... The mainstream of music. That's the other thing. The other thing is about sales. Like uh, Alice Cooper made a good point on his radio show that uh, he runs, which uh, I don't know where where all it reaches. But when I was in Vegas, Alice Cooper had you know nights with Alice Cooper, um, and he mentioned one night that uh, the qualifications for being platinum or gold or whatever albums that you want now, like he said, this album got platinum at this many sales. I can't remember the number, but it was something, just for the sake of argument, the the difference in the number that he compared it to when he said, I had an album that went gold. It took me to sell 500,000 albums. And now, because albums don't sell that much, thanks to piracy and the digital age and everything, right. it only took 50,000 albums to sell. These are numbers I'm making off the top of my head because I don't remember. But right. my point is the, the the distance between the two was so um, gross that it was ridiculous. It was to the point where I don't think you can compare these people to the artists of yesteryear because the artists of yesteryear drew the sales by force, 
as in you want this, you gotta buy it. That's the only way. And people did because they loved it. It was amazing. Nowadays, if you love it, it's amazing. You download it for free, and some people will buy it. And apparently, they've adjusted the scales to be like, look at how great he is. That's not great. That's and, and that's a town. A town bought the album. And that's what we got to do for artists who are actually looking to buy them. We need to buy their fucking CDs. We need to buy their T-shirts. We need to fucking go up to their concerts. We have to do all this great shit so then they can get noticed and, you know, get down to the And, you know... I think people are still buying music. They're just buying it in a different way. Like, it's all people do now. Like, people but, buy but shit on fucking now. iTunes. They don't go to the record store and buy, like, a physical piece of plastic, you know, that contains the music. Like, what? they it, buy a download it, it, from the internet for 99 cents a song as opposed to buying an entire album, which kind of changes the game, too. I mean, singles existed when I was a kid, but it really wasn't this. You just buy one Songs. Right. You buy, like, most people side, I knew yeah. bought the album, didn't buy the fucking single. You know, like we made fun of people that went out and bought singles. Like that was something you know that was like stigmatized. Where that's just kind of the norm now. But am I muted? No. No. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Cool. So if I could just make a quick point about like it, it does kind of go back to the marketing thing, right? Like, I mean, we have a. a completely new paradigm of, of market segmentation, um, you know, where, where uh, I mean, really the only um, sort of standing uh, uh, markets that are unequivocal as far as in the uh, audiovisual segment are media, um, you know, and retail electronics. Um, but the rest, like marketing, um, newspapers, um, music has been completely segmented. I think uh, probably as far as to ticket holders and live music fans um, to our benefit, um, unfortunately to uh, the people who provide that that beautiful art, probably to their detriment. So um, you have kind of that juxtaposition between the performer and uh, and the audience um, that that the new the new market has yet to figure out um, means a lot of musicians have to play a ton more live shows. Um, you know, obviously the day of like the mega band, um, except for the candy market, like pop media medium. Um, is pretty much done, right? Um, it's over. It's over. That's why they say no one will ever be as rich as the Beatles because they were at the pinnacle of that market. Is Jay Z as rich as the Beatles? No. Like no I one no- will, dude. They own individually. They own what used to be royal palaces as their like Sunday homes, and right. they still and have money a lot to of spend. that has to do with the fact that, uh, like what you were talking about earlier, people who buy loops and hooks and stuff, like a lot of those loops and hooks and stuff, they make, you know, dimes off of and stuff. Well, and these same people that, uh, like the Beatles and their family members, et cetera, they, they're not stupid. They know how to invest. That's why no one will ever surpass right. them, because they've kept their wealth. 
Right. I kind of wonder how Dr. Dre might compare. And in all fairness, it wasn't his music who made him the bulk of his money. It was his fucking headphones. Who? Uh, I mean, he's got a label as well, but Dr. Dre. But Dr. Dre stole the fucking... Of all people, did you know that Dr. Dre stole the prison planet symbol and changed it around to make his Beats headphones? Like prison planet symbol. All I know is that his wealth increased like 6,000% the day he signed that contract for Beats. Really? The prison planet symbol? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, look, he, go to Prison he Planet. The first black male billionaire. If you go to Prison Planet and look at their symbol, I will tell you that long before Beats Audio ever existed, that hmm. Prison Planet had that symbol for years. For years and years and years. If you, if you turn it around, it's the exact same thing, except instead of a P, it's a B. They flipped it up. That's all they did. It's that the exact the same shape, the exact too, same, yeah, no, it, so, <laughs> no, I don't know that anybody gives a shit, it's just that that's how lazy these fucks are, that's my point, yeah. there is no yeah. art in this industry, it is not art, get the word art out of it, because it's gone, it's not a part of music now, it's not a part of pop, it's not a part of any of this shit, there's no art anymore in it, and I hate that people associate art with these people. Because they're not artists. They're entrepreneurs. They're businessmen. Sure, and they, and they can be celebrated for that. And a lot of them, um, you know, with all the, the sort of pop and circumstance and pyrotechnics and uh, special effects, put on a grand show. Um, you know, um, it's not my cup of tea. I'd rather go listen to fucking Blue Vino in a dark bar fucking that allowed smoking. Um, right. <laughs> You know, but, uh, um, man, it's just, it's, it is, the market segmentation, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, my opinion is still up in the air as far as, because it does. It does one thing to one part of the market and another thing to the other part of the market. Um, and it does that in the food service industry as well. Well, and Uh, the goal, their goal is not to create works of art. Their goal is to make money. That's all they care about. Um, I mean, it's fascinating. I don't know. On the flip side of the argument, in all fairness, I feel like it all had to come from a dream. You know, they didn't learn to play an instrument as a 12-year-old kid thinking, I'm going to be a billionaire down the road. They don't all play instruments. I I don't know if you guys understand how hard it is to learn to play an instrument and whatnot. I'm not a good example. I'm not a good example because I learned... With your brain knowing what you want your fucking hands to do and your muscle memory just isn't there and you physically can't do it and it sounds fucking terrible and you have to listen to yourself just fucking suck over and over and over and over again like well, hang, a hang on a second. times to finally get it right. Hang on a second. Um, because I'm a pretty good example of this. Um, All right. Because I taught myself how to play keyboards. I taught myself how Very to play cool. harmonica. That's not which those two are not the hardest in my opinion to play. To me, the hardest is a uh, stringed instrument. Those are a matrix versus a linear um, understanding of the instrument. But right. either way, um, I taught myself how to play keyboards out of necessity because I wanted a keyboard player. I lived in Vegas at the time, and all of the keyboard players were making money in the casinos because. If you were a keyboard player, you were valuable. So my only response was to learn how to play keyboards, and I did it in less than six months. 
because I was determined. It had nothing to do with whether or not I had the skill or uh, because I was an artist. or I'm not a magical person that could just do it. It's because I had determination and because I said to myself, I need keyboards in my music because that's what I want in my music. And right. so I did it. But on top of all these things, the musicians were... T- I shouldn't even say musicians, but the human beings we're talking about don't play instruments. Jay-Z doesn't play an instrument. Absolutely not. So He probably doesn't know the first thing about music theory or no, anything else. No, no. So, like, uh, and this is, not, this is not uncommon of the people who are rich and famous in music right now that are considered to be artists. And to me, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not an artist because you can use auto-tune to make your voice sound great. You're not no, an artist. No, absolutely not. Um, can I just... just can I just give out a quick shout-out to my boy, Rebel? Thank you uh, for coming down to the chat just for momentarily. Um, you were kind of like a black person. You kind of came inside, and then you just <laughs> left out. But not before. Right? You took our TV yeah, and fucked our life. So you stole our hearts, and you know what? I love you, Rebel. Um, thank you for signing up the, uh, the shit around there. I know that you were pretty busy. Thank you very much. Um... Maybe some way you can call him this show. Just just saying. Right? I don't know. Anyway, getting back on the music front, like some of the musicians I respect the most who probably aren't the most musically inclined, like I feel like music was kind of invented in a lot of ways to express emotions, to express feelings, to be like a storytelling kind of art form. Yeah, you're exactly right. And as yeah. far as someone who's a storyteller, like I feel like Jay Z is phenomenal at that. Like Jay Z could but, fucking, but there's no if he fucking wanted to, you know. Like I, I don't think he's like disrespecting like the Tao of music because he never sat down and learned to play cello and stuff. Well, <laughs> you, you know, know what like, I think he's disrespecting yeah. is when he buys title. And it fails because he stands on a stage full of rich people who are already rich, begging to I get, get that. more money. That's a valid point for sure. Then I, I'm sorry. He, I didn't have respect for him before it, and after the fact, I went, "Yeah, you've just reinforced why I think you're not a good human." Right. Yourself. <laughs> I'm you're full of yourself. Not judging his character in one way, shape, or form. Like I'm not saying he should be winning. I judge people on their actions. Awards. This Those is like his purely actions. a musical argument, but <clears throat> the guy just I mean, wants to be famous. That's that's the only thing. They think he that, already you know, is. I can just be famous, and you know, I can do this, and I can do that. You know, I can be the greatest person ever. You know that's not that's not fucking rap. That's not fucking music. That's not that's not nothing. It's some kind of syndrome where they it's never enough. Whatever they have is not enough. They need more. They want more. And if they don't get it, they're angry and they they lash out. He started. I mean, like he started rapping as if like people were being racist against him because title didn't take mm-hmm. off. Which is, it, to me, is just a, it's, it, that's uncouth, I'm sorry, that's, opinion, and that's kind of lame. But, I mean, there's, and he's not the only artist to do that type of thing, or to, uh, I shouldn't say artist, I'm sorry, I, I don't, I don't view him as being in an artistic realm. To, to, to me, an artist is somebody who 
who does it because they they have to. It has nothing to do with I want to do it. It it has to do with I have to do this because when I do art, it's because this is what I am born to do. This is what I am good at. And when people are like, well, you're not going to make any money at it, it, it tears me up inside because I go, you don't understand. This is this is all I know. This is all I can do physically. My body that, says this is what I am good at. This is what I need to do with my body. And you're telling me, oh, you're not going to make money at it. And I go, when the fuck was that even an issue? I'm not talking about money. I'm saying I need to do this thing that's in front of me that I feel with my body right now. I have to do it. Right. I don't have a choice. I this get is, that. Music you know, has evolved so, for me personally to be kind of like a therapeutic thing. Like, you know, something comes up in my life that really pisses me off or that I think is really interesting. And it's kind of an obscure concept. And, like, I have no other way to express it. You know? Right. Like, I yeah. just need to fucking get this shit out, you know? Like, and it's the only means that makes any sense to me that any other, you know, like... You've got no other recourse. ...person could possibly it. interpret it. Like, it's the last resort, you know, to, like, get these feelings, like, out of my system or whatever. That's, that's fine. Yeah, like I have no intentions of being a professional musician or a professional baseball player, a professional writer, or a professional. It, it's not about that to me. Like it's about. But but if you being buy, paid. if it's you about purchase. dealing with society, it's about like making an attempt, you know, to like be able to pass on the crazy things that flow through my mind to another human being. But those are in normal. Uh, you know, sh- and the Shinduo, people who are, are, are pop unmuted. artists today, uh, they are, they don't have those in their mind. They buy them from people who had them in their mind. They buy them. And from their motive is very different from mine. And I no, I don't know what's that. going on. I'm not I, saying hey, I'm the prototype of an artist per se. Hey, um, could I just say this real quick? Um, yeah. Now, Shin, you are uh, you are unmuted, but unfortunately, I don't know what's going on with BTR. I promise you, you are unmuted. Uh, if it's something probably on your side of your connection, I have no fucking clue. Um, it does happen this before. I've been a little bit kind of fucked up on Jay's show. Um, I don't know what's going on. I really don't. It's fucking bullshit that, you know, BTR would kind of do this. It's really retarded. It's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> go fix your fucking shit, BTR. Glenn, right? Yeah. We give you... Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> we fix your, uh, we give you fucking money and we ask for a fucking service. We ask for a fucking service and you're like, fuck you. We have your money. Suck my uh, suck our fucking dicks. You should be able to ask for your money back. I, I don't really feel like this is the social justice issue when it comes right down to it. Like, it sucks that shit flakes and whatnot. Like, I understand your frustration, but who are you talking to? The people complaining about BTR and the service being oh. provided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that was part, you know the the funny part about show it is often that enough that I like automatically recognize your voices and shit. The funniest part about it is I've got a free show okay, and I have the least amount of problems compared to these folks. Yeah. I'm free. I'm a free user <laughs> and they hate it. Glenn <laughs> is constantly going, what the fuck? Because his show fucks up a lot 
uh, and I don't understand it. I think they hate him personally uh, for some reason because we have a free yeah. show, and it's really rare that we get any problems whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I've never had any problems. The biggest problems I've had were with Skype. Like, Skype will drop my call to fucking DTR all the fucking time. Like, if I call I in from my phone, I, like, I never have an issue. CNY Rebel isn't so I will burn fucking BTR to the fucking ground. <laughs> oh shit! All right, good job. Oh, we got we got somebody on the line. We got like a an unlisted number. Who is this? It's me. Yeah. I had to go Hello? to a Hello? Jay, right? I, I just like to say, Doctor Dre owes me. For them. Doctor Dre owes you. He owes me for them, them 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 fucking speakers he got because my friend Kunta before he was kidnapped by NASA. Word. He had a secret deal with, with Dre and his people. Now, Dre don't even own that. Because why? I know for a fact Dre is not an engineer. I know for a fact Dre does not know the offsets between zeros and ones and the true and false on the boolean. I know this. So there is no way Dre could have came up with that beat audio speaker system. There's no way he could have came up with that. Kunta came up with that. Then the nigga stole the shit from Kunta. He put his name on the shit. I don't know how this retarded nigga even got his speaker out there. I just like to say, Dr. Drake, you owe me, nigga. You're not a musician. A real musician plays an instrument, like the violin, like J-Love. I play the guitar. That's cute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go on. That's cute. But no, no, seriously, he uh, he does play the guitar, man. It's awesome. I love it. You should do that shit live sometime. Me and Jay should do a show And we'll just do dueling fucking guitars And whatnot. Like we'll trade off fucking turns <laughs> How funny would that be Dueling ukuleles There you go <laughs> I'd rock that shit Dude I'd love to see that That'd be brilliant but Absolutely. In, deliverance, <laughs> in Deliverance The only thing that could have been creepier Was two tiny Tims Playing the ukulele Boy, you got a real pretty mouth. That was really creepy. <laughs> got a pretty mouth. Going through the tulips. J-Bab, thanks for calling in. How was the party, man? Um, the party is definitely still going. Right now, I'm here with one of them, right? Her name is of Awesome. Awesome, say hi to them, please. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Jenny Lynn. Oh, God. Hi, Genuine. Do you have a candlelight shrine going? Oh, shut up. You're fucking it up. You're fucking it up, Jen. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> How's the party going for you, young lady? That's like the quietest party of all time. I scared yeah. her off. <laughs> I know, right? What? <laughs> is, it, is it a blowjob party? Is that what's going on? Shin right <laughs> Shin hit her with the serial killer shit, and she was like, "I'm out." <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. Oh yeah. You, you can't say it right. Come on. It puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. Yeah, and then, sorry, but did somebody say something about skin? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but uh, we gotta, we gotta, we have a little bit, a uh, few more minutes left. Um, 
Matter of fact, we have about two minutes and 30 seconds, but um, let's just go ahead and with our final thoughts. Let's go ahead and hurry it up. Let's go ahead and do that. Are you guys doing overtime? Yes. Awesome. So first things first, oh, well, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to play a song, and then we're just going to get back into it. If you guys want to go ahead and listen to the show, um, it is 646-929-1480, or just call on Skype. Uh, if you are on revolutionradio.com, on our link, uh, the um, the the Skype uh, page is um, kind of put out there, so then you can just, uh, just call it, you can just hit it, and then you'll be on the air. So, um... That will be awesome, and uh, if anybody does have the BTR number, I don't know what it is. Uh, Shin, do you know what the, the BTR number is? The BTR number is uh, 646-929-1480. No, 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 okay. So it is BTR listener 057. Oh, that's um, it. Just to call in uh, via Skype. So we're just going to listen to a quick song, and then we're going to get back to it in just a second. See you guys later. Uh, uh. He's not me. Yes, I am. I'm much taller. No, you're not. You're fatter, though. No, I'm not. We're the same. We're not the same at all. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I'm greater than, lesser than, and equal to the universe. You know, I'm greater than it because I can contain it in my mind, and lesser than it because that's obvious, Mark. And I'm equal to it because I'm of the same atoms it is. And I always say that what that does for me is connect me to everything and make me a part of it. I, I earnestly believe that it is all one spirit, all one energy, all one beat, and there are just these different manifestations of it. Because of that, I feel very safe in the universe. I feel very comfortable and very home at home because it is only me. And, and hey, it's only me. Remember that? Hey, it's, no, it's okay. It's only me. Well, that's what that's what the universe says to me. Nothing of this shit can scare me because, hey, oh, oh, it's only me. No fucking problem. So everything that exists is everything that exists. I am everything that exists. So are you. The more you realize that, the more you open up to the full infinity of who you are. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. But we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. The hate of men will pass, and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. That is the problem. That's the crisis. It's not political crisis, economic crisis, or the crisis of war. But the crisis is in our, in our, in ourselves. The way out of this 
is the ultimate revolution. It's to be who we are and not what someone else tells us we should be. Christ, Buddhas, Krishnas, Muhammads, Wavokas, you are all the same as them. Every single one of them said that to all of you. He did not mean follow him in a religious context. He meant be the way I am. No, you listen to me. Because you are. Listen to me. That way. Go to your cell. Because that's the only place you're ever going to find any real truth. But you people sit there day after day, night after night, all ages, colors, creeds. You do whatever the tube tells you. You dress like the tube. You ate like the tube. You raise your children like the tube. This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. We have created this society. So we are responsible for that society. But is it, is it possible not to change society, but is it, is it possible to radically, deeply transform our conditioning, our consciousness, which is what we are? Is it possible? Got a fever, and the only prescription is more. Start rail radio. A call in now. A six four six nine two nine one four eight zero. Now your host, Antichrist's seventy three and Encap Dalek. And we're going to bring everybody on special Vert. Probably meet you. What up? Oh, Vert's here? No shit? Yeah. I was going to say, I haven't had a word from that motherfucker all night long. Uh, Vert's the best. What's up, V? Yes, he is. He... I don't know. Yo, I got a letter. I think he doesn't really I'd want just to like say that. you guys are the best for letting me have a great old time with, with the craziest females in my life. Um, she's right here. Uh, like, I don't know why she said her real name like that. I hope you guys don't go crazy in, in, in docs or somehow. But, um, uh, so I'm looking her up on Facebook right now. I'm looking her up on Facebook <laughs> right now. Okay. Jim, um, I got a question for you. Yeah, big guy, go ahead. All right, so my question for you is that uh, a lot of people are confused and thinking that you're like a KY apologist. Do you have anything to say about that? Oh, yes, fill us in. 
a KY apologist. Now, what does that mean? Uh, it means that uh, you reference was, see uh, his point, I guess you could say. Oh, no. You see, the thing with, with, with KY is that me and this girl, I and this guy, we have an agreement. This guy works for me. This guy cleans my toilet bowls. He cuts my lawns. He does the jobs <laughs> that the Mexicans don't want to do. He that no more. And I, I always say to myself, I'm always going to see your side of things, KY. People might want to put their foot up your ass. I want to put my foot down your throat. But as I say, KY, I'm always going to see your point. You know, I'm not here to be a bad guy. I never told you guys how he was on his knees polishing my porcelain throne. I never exposed him like that. But now I'm going to because people seem to, to, to not realize the fact that this man works for JBAB. He works for me, bro. Oh, that's 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 awesome. That Somebody had to put that fucking you to work. That's basically, uh, you know, like I, I just wanted to get your opinion on that, and this is the court of open opinion, and uh, I appreciate you answering my question. Thank you. It, it definitely, definitely, and I don't don't get it twisted. The man is also uh, um uh, uh he's not certified as a pet tester. Like I, I know him personally, like like literally, I know the dude, but he's not um a certified pen tester. Um, he studies a lot of YouTube videos which makes him think that he can do the stuff that a real programmer does. And um, I, I can't knock him for that. I cannot knock him for that, you know. But what I do knock him for is not understanding what the program does in the background. It's just cannot understand where in memory you can point to what this is actually doing in your fucking computer. Bro, I can't help you. If you don't understand what is actually going on in the background of the software, I cannot help you. But, um, hey, YouTube videos help a lot of people. But other than that, guys, right now I need to go back to my older feeling in my life. Um, oh, I'm scared again because oh. this one here, yeah, she told me that if I cheat on her, she's going to beat me up. But she's older than me. I can't, I can't let her slap me around, right? right oh, guys? oh, hold up. Did you say that if you cheat on her, she'll beat you up? That's what she just told me. I just, Well, I just met this one, like, not even... I can say, well, at the party. Uh, I I can solve your problem really quickly. Here's the answer to the problem. Is other pussy more worthwhile than that one? Oh, I don't know. And she she told me she's a grandmother, but she don't look like she's 46. She looks like she's 35, (laughs) and I would love to fuck her guilt. This is is the call you have to make. (laughs) This is the call you have to make right there. You have to go. (laughs) <laughs> Will I stick with this one or drop it and go for all the pussy in the world? Well, I, it's kind of hard because... I know I it got, is. I got shunned away from my earlier crush today, so I kind of like relapsed with Thomas at his triple party. And I don't know. I guess she's kind of like um making up for my the void. You know, main <laughs> void in it. Have you been in there before? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, this is the first time I'm actually well. Um, the only thing she was doing just now is she was well actually she's she's beating me off right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you, it feels good and I appreciate you guys to have me on right now. This is my man. Oh. Well that's J Vab getting a hand job live on air. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Interviewing a hoe, right? Interview, yes, it's like interviewing the vampire, only it's JVAB uh, edition. 
interviewing the handjob. That's one of the finest performance artists of our time, right there, Jay Bat. <laughs> hey, We're you know what? He's better than fucking Jay Z, huh? How about that shit, Jay Z? Uh, yeah. You fucking I faggot. I, you know, yeah. I, I don't mean the gay kind. I really, I really don't mean. I really don't uh, um, understand Jay Z's charisma, and and I find uh, his. He his, seems really insecure and childlike to me. Yeah, and then Kanye is is sort of like he just emphasizes. He's wor- that. yeah, he's worse. He's you got Jay Z, he's infantile and childlike, and then you've got Kanye, who's worse than that. Right, and I'm not saying that I'm immune to star power. You know, like you know, I have, I have people in the in the uh, arenas of of the distraction arts that that you know I, I i dig and would kind of go gaga over if i saw it. but i i just, i don't get the uh um you know sort of the uh, enigma of of the jay-z kanye show you know what can we all face something here can we all face a reality here with them can uh, we absolutely i hope so are you ready to face a reality with them uh, let you, me ask you that are you ready radio, i'm gonna lay it on you you can't are you ready? Lay it on me, Bo. Lay it. If they all died today, we didn't lose the cancer cure. Oh, absolutely. Nor would Boom. I lose an, a, Boom. A, a wink of sleep. Not one They didn't wink. solve anyone's lives. They didn't fix anybody's problems. Uh, to be honest, let's let's look at their music for just a half a second, which that's all the more I'm going to give them. And say, did they fix anybody's lives? Did they? Did really anyone who listens to their bullshit go like, I so get that. I so understand what it's like to be a fucking millionaire and have those problems with their rap industry and all that. I so get that. I so understand it. I under, I identify with it, and I feel that. Can I extend unlike, this just unlike one maybe, minute? Huh? I want to extend this this topic one more minute. Can you okay. remember the last band that sold like a, a ton of tickets um, that, that you would go to see? Um, and I would put forth mine. I, I My two would be the Grateful Dead and Guns N' Roses. That, that I actually went to Guns physically. Is that the question that I actually physically that, or went that to? You would like. Let's just say we were in a vacuum and like the, the shows were tomorrow and, and you could choose your ticket. Well, I've got two from yesteryear. Or I've got two. One one that I would have went to, but it didn't pan out. But another one that I did go to. First off, the one that I would have went to was The Who. They were performing in um, at the beginning of May here. And we were going to go, me and my father-in-law were going to go, but uh, he had a, some kind of problem with the tickets that he just said fuck it and he didn't get them. But anyways, there's that one, and I was like, yeah, let's go, because I like The Who, and um, it was like their last tour. But anyways, before that was uh, The Wall Tour from Roger Waters. I actually went to that one, and it was badass. So that that's it. That Those are the concerts I've been to. The uh, Before that, the other concerts I've been to, it's like one more concert. I went to the, uh, fuck, what the hell was it called? Um, some tour that fucking like Offspring and My Chemical Romance and people like that went to 
What the right fuck on. was that called? Coach? Huh? I got two pretty good ones, honestly. And if you guys have ever seen these bands, I have a funny feeling you'd have a hard time arguing against it. Tool is motherfucking surreal life, and they do an audio video thing that's off the charts. It's all Adam stop, Jones fucking Stop right there. I got a question for you. I got a question yeah. for you. Because I really want to know this, and if you like Tool, maybe you know, because I really want to know. What the right. fuck is the deal with the lawsuit that they were waiting on before they could be a band again and make more albums? Do you know the answer? I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard anything about that or whatever. Well, supposedly I'm the lawsuit was settled. I don't know what it was sued. about. I uh, don't know what the lawsuit was about. But supposedly it was settled, and they can start making albums again, and they're going to. I was so pumped when I heard that. I think Dude, they're the biggest pranksters of all time. Like, check their website on April 1st. Like, you will read some of the funniest shit ever. So, I mean, they could have just fucking made that shit up. But they haven't made an album in, like, literally, like, six years or more. Dude, it takes them four to five years, typically. Like, look at their fucking discography. Like, I think their first disc came out in 89. Their second came out in 92. Their third came out in 96. There's... Fourth came out in like 2001. Like, it's been like a 10, lot of time, days, dude. Like, 10, thinking days about was like well shit. over 10 years ago, wasn't it? I'll, I'll, I'll predicate this comment by saying that Tool is one of my favorite bands ever. Oh, the, uh, Maynard Keynes used to be yeah. one of my heroes. He's in the line now. I mean, if you yeah, look, if you've never seen them live and they ever tour again, fucking go. I'm sure it won't be 100 percent the same. That you know, lawsuit, that lawsuit is Maynard Keys suing the rest of his bandmates. He's a fucking who did Maynard over what? Money. What else is there? Dude, oh God, he owns a fucking winery. Dude. You know, I heard about money. I heard something else. I heard something else. He has his own fans. Dude, like he, he won't even sign autographs asshole, for his man. own fans. He's a fucking asshole. So I yeah. I always consider tool fans tools. Because Wait, they don't, all right, all right. The, the, oh, the, the band the band does not care clear. musicians when they stop taking drugs and they have all that money, they either fucking self destruct or they become I want to give a shout out to Third Girl Radio for having me on. Um, I'm about to creep. I'm about to roll over into something right now. Thanks <laughs> to all the milks and gilks in the world. Jada Bab loves the fuck out of y'all. Um, thank you guys for very you know having me on. Um, it's very appreciative. Other than that, enjoy your night, guys. Hey Jay, thanks man. Much love, brother. Be nice, sure. Jay. Oh, be good, brother. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. I like. This. I mean, he was he. I mean, like he was incredible. I mean, look at Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction, fucking asshole. Incredible asshole. You know, like very talented. You know, like I'm so glad Farrell was part of fucking Jane's Addiction. Like it wouldn't have been the same without him. Like I think he's fucking phenomenal as a creative. But yeah, he's an asshole as a person. Genius. You know, like I mean, I think. That is part of this fine line of the artist, you know, and that, so now... I'm a huge is, fan of Dave Navarro as well, so if we're going to bring up James Addiction, I can't fucking not mention that. And, well, I think James Navarro, Navarro like, uh, was one of the best transitions from, you know, hey. the sort of tragic end of a band. Hey, off the um, top of your head, do you think that Van Gogh was an asshole? Because, to be honest, I think Van Gogh was most likely an asshole. Dude, he cut off his ear and mailed it to a bitch. I mean, if that's not an asshole move, <laughs> hey, I don't on. know he, what the fuck right? is. He's like. got to so be a total asshole. 
I've done that. He's a romantic. Three, four, five but he's a romantic times. asshole, right? He could, Most he, romantic he could barely leave his. He could barely right leave his apartment. You that's know, an like, asshole, that, isn't it? That, that's how dysfunctional. You know, this fine line between genius and fucking dysfunctional mental illness so, is. Okay, but so he's an artist. And and and, I, and not to mention, he cut off his own ear, put it in an envelope, and mailed it some broad. Now I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal here, but I will say. Or a man. But you're short in the Hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on before you draw any conclusions. At the job that I have, I am very well known for having the worst customer service uh, skills possible, because most people hate me because they think I'm an asshole because <laughs> I paint things like they are when when situations go awry I tell people the truth and they don't like the truth and they want it to go their way and it doesn't go their way because there's there's reality in the way of their way anyways yeah. my point being I'm an artist I make shit my way I don't give a shit what other people think you know, you know actually I'm sorry there's one other person that I give a shit to what they think and that's Scott, he's the other member of Blue Vino, and whatever he, he says actually right matters. Is she incarcerated right now? No, no, he's eating right now. <laughs> okay, good, but he's like all good, right? I just haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, he was, yeah, no, he was on the show tonight. You you missed the show, dude. You missed the show. We had a whole show about how I was trying to help a homeless guy, and he turned out to be a Nazi. Uh, that's a, that that sounds about right. You you missed this fucking show. I'm telling you, dude. You missed well, a good show. I will do the archive as I always yeah. do, and I, and and I told you we have to figure out the scheduling con- conflict or, or just right. Right, but you missed a good one. I'm telling you, the, well, this week started right. the, at the beginning of this week. I thought to myself, you know what, sidetracks topic's going to be the main topic is going to be helping the homeless, and it changed. Halfway through the week to homeless Nazis. <laughs> I love that. So you, you have that's it. before before we can actually bring up assumptions and right uh, and whatnot. Can you actually uh, explain it to uh, explain it again? Uh, what you're talking about because not very many people actually understood like what you were talking about. Probably in this archive right now. Um, so what happened? Okay. Right. Well. The the in detail uh, ex- explanation is with sidetracked, which you can find on iTunes or whatever, or on Blog Talk Radio if you look us up. Um, but the story goes: we we hired a guy because we found out uh, because one employee that works at my company was early one day and he saw a dude walk out of the woods behind our building. Now, behind our building is woods and then the Ohio River. So there's nothing behind us. It's really simple. Woods, Ohio River. And this dude walks out, and he's clean cut. He's wearing nice clothes. He's shaven, and he's got brand new shoes, that type of thing. And so he thinks, this is really fucking weird. This dude walks out of the woods and just walks on. And so he thinks, all right. Before work starts, I'm going to go look to see where he came from. And as he's walking into the brush, the same guy, he pops out of the brush and he goes, where are you going? What are you doing? (laughs) 
you know, like he snuck back into the woods like a ninja. And Whoa. he's like, well, you know, I saw where you were coming from. I was, yeah, I was going to go see what's going on. And he's like, oh, okay, uh, well, here's the deal. And he said basically that he met a girl online. He lived in California. He moved here to live with her. She kicked him out within two days, gave him a tent. And so now he was living in a tent behind our building in the woods. And so we gave him a job because we thought he's a homeless dude. He's down on his luck. Let's give him a job, right? Because what better for a homeless guy than a job that pays well? We pay fucking well. I mean, he was going to get like 10 bucks an hour to start. And if he passed, boom, he's up to like 11, 12 bucks an hour and going. So that's a great start, right? For a dude that I went from California to homeless and got a job because that's awesome, right? Isn't it? Sounds great. No, here's the deal. A couple days later, about three days later, a cop shows up and he says, uh, do you know this guy? And he's got a perp sheet and all that shit. And the the boss says, yeah, he works for us. What about him? And he says, well, apparently he's been going around, walking around the neighborhood, creeping people out. He's been following them and staring at them and really creeping them out. So, And he's been telling them that he works here. Well, you tell an employer to your face that this guy's creeping the community out and he tells them they work here. He's, yeah, yeah. The, I'm sorry, the employer's going to go, we can't have that rap. We can't have that. Nope, he's done. That's it. You can't go creeping people out and expect to still work here. No. We we tried to help you. <laughs> and this is what you do? Yeah. Down so, by the river. Yeah. So we let him go. But here's the funny part is right after, you know, it was decided, the the boss said, yeah, it's really weird. He had a conversation with me a minute ago when he came back from lunch. It was really disjointed. He said uh, something along the lines of, I've got all these German friends on online, and uh, the world's about to change, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. You know, it's going to happen. There's nothing, you know, it's going to happen, man. And it's really weird. And and I thought to myself, that's that's funny. Because right after that conversation, I was in the shop, and he said to me, Hey, man, how do you feel about retards? And I went, um, I guess I don't uh, feel about retards, because I, I, don't, I really don't have many in my life, so I don't think about them much. Nothing against them, I just, I, it's not a concern of mine at the moment. So he's like, well, I just mean in, in the sense that they're a bane on society and that they're a detriment to society. And I went, uh, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. And then, okay, now, hang on. There's more. There's more. And apparently to the install manager where I work, he also said, hey, man, what would you do if you had a blood test and it came out that you had Hitler's blood? Like, like not that you just had Hitler's blood, but like you were Hitler. Like it came out like, bam, you're Hitler. You are Hitler. What would you do? And I went, this guy's a fucking Nazi. This guy is a Nazi. He's blonde-haired, blue-eyed. He's He idolizes having the same blood as Hitler. He's 
he's talking about wiping out retards, which is something that Nazis wanted to do with eugenics. Yeah. And he's talking about all the German friends that he has that are the world's about to change that nobody can help. This guy's a fucking Nazi. And he lives in the tent down by the river. Yeah. It's about to get deep. I have a funny feeling. I don't know how long overtime could go, but can I even give a couple about shout five outs and drop my second band and word? Anyway, I'm trying to get off the call. Can I fucking absolutely? <laughs> absolutely. Coach Burbank. Shout out to Team USA Women's and Curling. Shout out Burbank. to the motherfucking agency. Shout out Call to Anthony for doing a show with me on Thursday. Shout out to fucking Dalek and JVAB for having me tonight. And, huh. uh, yeah, second best live show I've ever seen was the Roots Crew. They're amazing. Like, they kicked out so many old school 70s fucking funk tunes. You would not believe. Nice. And uh, you guys can debate that or fucking Hitler or what the fuck ever. I'm the hell out. I'll catch y'all next time. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, thanks, bourbon, coach, bourbon, man. bourbon. I gotta, I gotta ask something. Aw, oh, fuck. <clears throat> Damn it. Oh, well. You know what? I was kind of no. curious if I could get, like, a code name too, and then come on to the show when, you know, Annie everybody else will come on. So that'll be fun. Yeah, listen, four to go. In any case, that was the topic. That was the main topic for sidetrack tonight. Wait, Dude, that, um, is, that is hysterical, man. So, I mean, did you actually ever uncover like? Uh, did he have like any armbands or anything? Well, all I know is that he wore uh, long sleeves and full uh, pants, uh, even when it was hot. It's and it's been fucking muggy here, like hot muggy, like eighty-five plus humidity, and he always wore long sleeves. So, no, I could never see his arms. He and he was dry shaving in the woods. That's that's clear Nazi uh, behavior. I mean, right. dry, sh- dry shaving sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. He, he was clean shaven. He was clean cut, man. Two and a half years left. The German but chef. No, no, no. Wait, the, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Dry shaving. There's still 30 minutes left. Uh, it's still around there because I remember it's still around 90 minutes. Uh, I didn't put it around the full two hours. I didn't know right. what was going on, so it just, you know. Well, then let's around change topic minutes. and do something else. And, Dally, I don't know if uh, if uh, you, you hit the nail on the head uh, with your last batch of meth, but your energy tonight is splendid. Right? It was beautiful. <laughs> it is splendid. I, it, you know what? I uh, I had a good time. You know, I was trying to get a little bit more production and doing all this great shit. And dude, I, I wish we all lived in the same area. This would be so much more fun if we were in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving to Ohio, buddy. Yeah. Hey, no. Move to Ohio. Come over yeah. here to Arizona. Let's do this. Wait, Shane, you're not in. I thought oh, you we were can in. Get around the four corners. I mean, that's a lot better. Come on. We can, we can probably go meet around the four corners, and we can just drink a fucking bunch of booze. I, I hope this shows well, kind of thing is, I've been, I, I, I've been confined to living on um, ten acres or more, any less, and, and uh, the state would have issues with me. See, this is one <laughs> of the detriments. Of, this is one of the detriments of technology today. Is that uh, we can make friends from thousands of miles away, and we can't meet up with them. Well, this is a crazy uh, segue to what you just said because uh, the fact of the matter is I am kind of trying to uh, put some resonance to the last four years 
uh, of of my uh, friends and community on Twitter, and uh, I'm help, helping an old friend of ours uh, who goes by a couple different handles move out to Cali, um, and uh, so uh, Bo, if uh, two cats show up at your bar and start uh, teasing you, it might be me. And uh, <laughs> you're coming to Ohio, huh? Yeah, I think we are. I think we're stopping in Ohio. Um, Dude, if you seriously are coming to Ohio, you have to stop by. And well, then on the way back, I'm, I'm taking some time, and I'm gonna I'm, while I'm out in Cali, uh, I'm gonna yeah, stop by Arizona. Yeah, stop by Arizona. A warrant in Arizona. Wait, Shin, are you seriously in Arizona? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why did I think you were in Pennsylvania? No, dude. I've been in Phoenix, Arizona the entire time. Middle of Phoenix. God damn it. <laughs> well, we seriously need a chemist. And we have a thing that's going that's so goddamn serious that I don't know how to explain it other than, than to say, because you know chemists and that they're crazy, right? Imagine right. a chemist that imagined a thing that he put together as a mad scientist that worked so well that we could sell globally. That every fucking granite, any kind of stone fabricator of any fashion, globally would want. They would want it, and they need it now. That's the type of thing, right? And we have the chemistry on a flash drive, right? We have all the the fucking mixtures, but we need to fucking like put this like shit a, together. And we have we have the fucking drums of chemicals and all that type of shit, but we have to do it and we have to fucking sell it and we have to organize it. And hold we on, don't have chemists on site, so we're going to learn how to do it. Are you talking more. about like making uh, like artificial granite slabs? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's a refresh. We're, we're, it's, it's, I think it's, we're finally on. I, I can't. I really can't disclose a lot of information. Okay. okay. All I'm saying is that it's valuable. And nobody else on earth has thought of it because the dude that thought of it is literally insane. That's why I couldn't believe that you described it that way because the guy that thought of this shit is insane. But it works. And he's right because he's a chemist. And when he came up with it, it was like uh, – he made a guarantee that basically was if you get a stain in your granite, I will fly out with a plane to your house. And get the stain out. The reason I make this guarantee is because that won't fucking happen because I'm a chemist and I know it won't happen. So we bought this company, right? We own it now. And they have all kinds of other chemicals and all kinds of other products as well. So there's plenty of work to do chemistry-wise. We got to talk. We got to talk. Can you make uh, meth out of it? Meth? Yeah, out of the chemis. That's that's right up that's right up my alley, dude. You can make all kinds of meth out of all kinds of chemicals. Not, not, the, so not the meth. I imagine there might be meth. an iteration of we meth. We were talking about know. anti-crisis. Like we, that's right up my alley. So let's let's DM, let's talk, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm See serious, dude. If if you want to move here, dude, I mean, it's, if it's, it's enough work for me to move there, sure, but. Uh, I don't no, know. What are you making now? What are you making now? What are you making right now? I'm not going to disclose what I'm making now. I'm, I'm making. <laughs> I take right. about forty grand a year, but you know, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I'll consult you if. 
If, but you got to pay a lot for living expenses where you're at, right? Uh, actually, Phoenix, Arizona isn't too bad, to be honest with you. Too bad as in what, though? Like, do you pay – like, uh, an average apartment that's like a two-bedroom, would it be 500 bucks a month? Well, I've got my own uh, half of a house, which is a duplex, which is basically a one-bedroom apartment with my own – uh, driveway, my own little backyard, my own secluded area for 500 bucks a month. And, that's you know, that's about of, the same. Uh, yeah. About the same. You could probably expect that from here. So, and, and like easy. I said on uh, on Glenn's show, you know, when an employer hires you and pays you a, a particular salary or an hourly pay, they expect uh, three times the amount of profit on what they pay you. So, uh, what, what, what I'm basically throwing out to you is, you know, what, what do you have and what do you need? And I'll consult you over over DM. If if it needs more than consult, consultation, then then we'll talk. I, I don't even know how to describe it because this is taking on a corporation of a dude that in, uh, literally a mad scientist that invented so many chemical combinations that work for the industry we're in that – he didn't even patent them for fear that if he patented them, then people would be able to look at the patents sure. and figure out his chemicals. Yes. So he Did chose just, to not patent them let, for the sake of keeping them a secret. Let, let, let me uh, put it in perspective for you. We we just landed an account through my research uh, through USG. And USG is United States Gypsum. So uh Jefferson. Gypsum. Gypsum. Jefferson. Um you've you've worked the material uh with through uh like sheetrock material and uh just like quick fashion you've you've dealt with USG sheetrock. Uh and what we've been doing is um uh, going after the moisture remediation uh coatings, uh, underlining coatings for for all of their all of their floors that they've been selling. So um you know, it's it's been a, it's been a, gosh, I can't tell you. It's it's been a year and a half. I find gypsum fascinating simply because it's the basis of all crystalline structure. Right. And we landed that account, so I'm happy about it through my research and work. So, right. You cool. know, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. You know that. That's why I love this show, man. And and and. Uh, I, you know, I know this is the archive, but some somehow things seem to get a you know a, a little closer uh, in the uh, overtime. That's super cool. So I mean, Shin, so you noticed uh, like Third Rail Radio's Abby is uh, Dr. Alexander Shulman. I have yes, and yes. beautiful, and one of my heroes, like right up there with Nelson Mandela. Did you have anything more to add on that? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think that if if people like he and his and his wife Judy were, uh, you know, had more freedom to 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 sort of uh, share their 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 madness or love, whatever perspective you may take on it, it would probably do more people, uh, you know, uh, it would do more good than than what they could do. 
I mean, I think a lot of, right, like uh, historically speaking, you know, from a historical perspective, a lot of uh, of uh, sort of the mad geniuses um, who were considered mad geniuses during during their lifetimes are now celebrated yeah. as yeah. our greatest, uh, uh, you know, breakthrough minds. Um, I, dude, to be honest, I've got a hard time picking people. If you were to ask me that same question about who's a... Uh, you know, I, I, what kind of person you idolize, or who's the mad genius that you like, or whatever. It's it's hard to pick. Um, well, here's a great way to frame it for guys like you and I, Bo, anarchists, is you name somebody who did anything worthwhile, um, who came from the institution of state, any sanctioned institution of state, who came through the traditional way. And I got I got two. I got two I can think of off the top of my head that I idolize more than anybody else on earth. That 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 that, that excelled in in sort of the traditional state. In of any office. case whatsoever, regardless of government or what, anything, you yeah. you couldn't you couldn't put a hamper on them no matter what you did. That it's Tesla and Geronimo. Okay, so I mean those two people exemplify. The antithesis of the state, right? Um, yeah, Tesla, because Tesla, Tesla didn't give a shit about what the state wanted or what, what the government said. Here's our regulations. Here's the gov. Here's our fucking electrical whatever regulations. Well, no, he right, didn't care. Our, our lives would have been vastly different if Tesla uh, wasn't involved with the Rockefellers, and he actually died a virgin. But go ahead, guys. Uh. Did you hear that? I, I just burped in your direction. I mean, that's like sort of that monk dedication to his science. And also he was, I mean, you know, right, but like we use ACDC electricity now because it's more easier to commodify. Tesla uh, Tesla invented that, the ACDC. No, he invented uh, AC. DC. Air AC. DC was Edison, which right. is why you see the old pictures where the telephone poles had like fucking... Like twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Just, on the top. Yeah, that just, was just DC. To summarize it all. That and uh, Tesla. Tesla went, no, you don't need all that. You could just do AC, and it works just fine. And right. so Edison went around killing elephants to prove that it was so dangerous. But you had to do it that way on purpose, though, to to yeah. prove it was dangerous. So well, I mean, nobody gave a shit, though. Back to that marketing thing, right? Because it was J.P. Morgan who was who was the fucking you know the Jay Z, who chose between. <laughs> I Edison. love that dude. J P Morgan was the Jay Z of his day. Who he chose so fucking wise. He and, so and fucking wise. And the fact that Tesla wouldn't wouldn't you know comply, um, you know to the to the absolute marketization of of electricity. He went with Edison. You know, um, and and uh, I, I mean Tesla's whole whole theory, you know, was open source. Um, you know, his laboratory. I mean, he was a performer as well as the this genius. Is, we're talking about a guy who understood that electricity was not what it was perceived to be. Energy exists in every single thing in the universe. What? And this yeah. is a guy who could visualize taking the energy from the universe and utilizing it for something else. To the point of saying... Energy is free. He said energy is free. It's everywhere. 
and people thought he was nuts. And that's why when he died, the United States government went in and took every goddamn research paper he had in his apartment. And well, no one's allowed too. to see that shit. Isn't it so fucking convenient? Nobody thinks, oh, why would they do such a thing? Everyone's like, well, I guess they did what they had to do. Nobody thinks we need to burn this goddamn government to the ground because they're fucking animals. Another thing, too, is that uh, Tesla invented back in the 20s, before the 20s, is a wireless uh, system of creating energy, creating electrical fields yes. uh, that will not hurt anybody. And, yes. and if, 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 if that were to come to fruition today, we would not have to run to an outlet to charge our smartphones. Well, right. I, I you know? wish Glenn was here because I think he is a certified electrician, but if I'm not mistaken, like one of the big differences between AC and DC and uh, I, I forget what already, DC, whichever one, Tesla... Um, direct current. DC is yeah, direct, direct current. DC is direct. AC is alternating, DC which is what... requires a conduit is. to run through, right, like copper or graphene, whatever it may be, where, um, yes, just like... And he would... And, like, that was part of his performance before uh, Morgan chose Edison was that he would have these huge electric balls um, where Edison was out fucking roasting elephants he would, like, sit on these huge balls of energy shooting out fucking, you know, multiple hundred thousand volts of lightning-like electricity. But because of the true nature of the fact that it wasn't, it was just from the atmosphere and wasn't actually hot energy, I forget which which wasn't one. dangerous. Well, yeah. Well, well, it was uh, static well, the, the pictures. You can't get sun. more of a badass picture than a dude sitting in a room full of electricity reading a book. Next to it, like it's he, nothing. That guy, I mean, like he, he understood the paranormal, the paranormal nature of electricity. You know, like, like, right? Like he completely understood the second law of thermodynamics. Toward the second law of thermodynamics was established. This whole electric universe thing, where each planet is, you know, connected by, you know, invisible, you know electronic forces, of course, because gravity is electricity. We have underestimated gravity um, to an incredible degree. Um, you know, can I, mean, I just say something real quick? Absolutely. Can I just say Sorry. something real quick? And for me, um, now, I don't know if, you know, some people are atheists around this, uh, you know, kind of chat right now, but I really do believe that, you know, how, you know, Basically, what uh, Thomas Edison actually, not Edison, but uh, Tesla actually, you know, kind of showed out is that maybe we all have like some sort of crazy ass spiritual energy. We put ourselves in there and we do actually kind of make our lives a lot more easier and a lot more better just by going within I, our afterlife. You uh, know, uh, well, Dalek, I don't think that uh, spirituality negates. Um, uh, I don't. I, I don't think spirituality oh, right is with you. something that deletes uh, a god. I don't think that saying, "Well, I'm a spiritual person," is saying that you're religious or not religious, or well, theist or not theist. That god because doesn't predicate well, what if, the belief in spirituality. Or, or well, here's yeah. I mean, if there is a god or isn't a god, doesn't matter. What if there's spirits and there's no god? 
nobody talks about that. What if there's spirits and souls and all that type of stuff, and there's no such thing as God? What if that's the case? Holy well, shit! What if we well, died and we were spirits and there's no everything God? Everything is God. Yes. I mean, what if we're all God? We are yeah. God. What if we're all God? What if? Uh, and what You're he discovered is that grading there a little bit. is that there's a different uh, there's there's a difference between electronic energy and electronic pressure of energy. Okay, ah. so amperage will kill you, voltage yes. will not. Simple as that. You know, yes. it's beyond uh, you know like uh, transhumanism or or, or godly like uh, belief. And Shin, Shin, a question, it, that's like the difference. I mean, that's why Addison could go out there and fry an elephant with a fucking cut-off cord and uh, and Tusk could sit on his balls and, and it would look like he was in the middle of a crazy storm but be fine like uh, because he drew his energy out of the ionosphere, and that's a question. Well, ionosphere or not, I mean, he, he, knew, he knew the mathematical... Uh, components uh, involved with amperage and voltage. Uh, voltage will. That's the hot. The what, hot. What, well, what kills you? What voltage kills you is, is the frequency. What kills you is the frequency. Voltage is because pressure. the frequency of your heartbeat. This is, is a, this is the part about why you energy. die when you touch electricity is because the frequency of what's going through your household right now, what you plug into, is the same frequency as your heartbeat. It's the and most the volatile frequency I can think of is to try to match your heartbeat with electricity, and when you touch it, it fucks it up. So why the fuck is everything that we have matched in frequency, not voltage, not amperage, but frequency to your heartbeat? When it could be so simple to change the frequency, keep the voltage, keep the amperage, change the frequency, I've, and it's I've not so theory. volatile. Go ahead and... I'd love to be enlightened on this, Bo. Like that's that's a pretty good point. I think I think and this is again a question. Um, You keep the wattage, you ditch the amperage, right? Like that's the hard hot part. That's the part like when I was like three and I stuck a paperclip in the uh, electrical socket and it blew me across the room. That's amperage. But wattage is like free energy, like, you know, uh, that great... Well, no, what everybody misses is the frequency of the vibration. But the frequency what, what Tesla is, tried no, to no, teach... Voltage, voltage was you, you, got after, by, you got shot by freaking, like, like 440. No. Oh, yeah. That's a wait, 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 because even te- Tesla even said it doesn't matter the voltage, it doesn't matter the wattage, if the frequency is different. Tesla said this. Tesla said everything, everything in the universe deals with frequency. If you want to understand what the universe is about, it deals with frequency. And, and then, the and funny part is, is the reason he could sit in a room full of electricity is because the electricity is emitting at a frequency that is not of his own body. So it would not touch him. Right, and the reason you can sit on a chair and it doesn't just dissipate into a wave is, is because of frequency. It resonates at a, yeah. at a specific frequency. Right, all, all solids are at they, a frequency. Yeah, they the the reason that the... You remember, you ever seen that video of the bridge that shook apart? Oh, my in God. In, like, the 30s or whatever? Yeah. 
the earthquake yeah. just hit it right, and right. then the well, epic that was the on reason it, the, right? Yeah, the reason the bridge shook apart is because the earthquake is at the perfect frequency to vibrate the living shit out of that bridge. Yep. And that's the why it, bridge. it deformed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one. And it's that's why I, I live uh, around uh, Tacoma for a very long time. I was born in Seattle. King County. Holla. 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 Yo, is that where uh, Macklemore is from? Who? Macklemore. The band Macklemore? <laughs> the dude. I, I, I tell you, I have... Do you I have White Walls? More because uh, he's independent. He's beholden to no record label. Him and... Hey, that's uh, the way to go, okay. man. We're hey, independent. I just want to... Vert said uh Volt is pressure and uh amps is volume, so yeah. Vert knows. Good point. But but I mean back to like the frequency thing, like where I mean that that like frequency and consciousness like overlap somewhere. I think that's what we're about to find out as we go, you know, to into well, Yeah, uh, we're talking uh, about it. Even the higher particle than than the Higgs. So uh, you know, and and that harkens back to one of those one of those true things about all all three of the of the uh, so called holy books is that in the beginning um, there was the word right, and uh, the word is frequency, um, and that's ubiquitous in all three of the holy. I books. love that you put it that way. Um, and, in and the it, beginning there was the word, and the word was frequency. <laughs> this is like a whole new holy book for me. That sounds like yeah, that's legitimate. That's the holy book. But and the craziest thing is, no matter how deep into the rabbit hole of any one of the three holy books you go, the word is always there. Um, and and not just there, but he was there when God was doing his thing in the seven days and all that horse hockey and. You know, Allah was doing his thing and Yahweh was doing his thing, you know. The yeah, but now the thing, was, hang on, the thing with me when it comes to God, if there is a such thing, then it's it's self-evident, right, that your own brain could not possibly understand it. Yes. I mean, I, it should, I, I, it should be, I, like I said before, I think that Richard Dawkins is as much of a zealot as, as you know, uh, Allah al-Bakhtar. Like, I really do. You know, the, the fact that he goes from, like, states to states proselytizing against people's other beliefs with his fucking self-righteous scientific fucking bullshit, which is as much dogma it's, it's still as anything that comes out of, the, out, of, out of any one of the holy books, right? This is, this is, this is the nature of faith. Uh, real quick? How are you, Bert? <coughs> Is that Bert? No, I was asking Ancap if uh, I could do a green room with with him real quick. Make sure that uh, we're not going to end overtime in eight minutes. Oh, right on, dude. You're the man, dude. Shin's like Shin manages us. Right, he does. Yeah, I love it. Um, but you know, you know he did. You know that? Hey, hang on. Did you know, Anti, that he got his name from shoving both of his shins? into a hooker's vagina in Vegas? Did you know that? That's where he got his name, Shin Duo. Shin I, Duo. Because but I didn't. But everything both makes Both Shin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I shit you not, dude. 
he shoved both shins into a hooker's vagina and he's in Vegas. Mexican. That's where Shin Duo comes from. I love that. Spread it. The only way you can get away with something like that is if you ride the train. <laughs> right? But uh, <laughs> I, I do, like, uh, you know, back to the frequency thing. Like, that, I... Like in, and again, uh, like the electronic, the you know the electric universe. Um, uh, I believe in that shit, man. I'm sorry, but the electric universe makes more sense than the other shit. Yes, like yeah, I, like I think that, like I think the pillar of science, like we need we need more science without scientists or something, you know, like the pillar of academia has 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 filtered you know, them all. You know what? You know what's happened is that science has become pop music. Yeah, right? Or, or, or Yeah, exactly, it has. It's become a competition to become Jay-Z, right, which is with the equivalent would okay. be tenured. Hey, man, we've got this new formula, and we're so cool, and we're going to do this, and everybody loves it, and blah, blah, and everybody believes that shit instead of we proved it, and you can't refute it. No, they don't. they don't do that. They don't show you the irrefutable evidence. They just go, this is what we believe. And then they they tout out Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, for fuck's sake. The dude's career started as a comedian. And because he corrected someone on a on a scientific issue, they were like, what are you, Bill Nye, the science guy? And he went, yes, yes, I am. And then he started a whole career as Bill Nye, the science guy. Shit you not, that's how he got that. So he's I'm not gonna, a scientist. Rip- Triple dox myself right now. Bill Nye and I graduated from the same high school. Wow. Burn that high school to the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, he made a great show in the early 90s. It's actually how, now Netflix. How trippy is that? My high school is one of those weird, like, uh, paradoxical things in my mind because, uh, like, it's, uh, it's a hideous thing. Here's what you do, man. Here's what you do. You go to that reunion that he goes to. You go to the reunion that he's at, and then you put that poison in him, like ricin. I'd rather from like Breaking Bad, right? Ricin that kills him over like a twenty-four to twenty-five hour period. Ricin's crazy because it's very makeable. You can make it from castor beans. Uh, Shin will corroborate that. But uh, I would rather dose him, Bob. Okay. All right. Just, just want to so you guys know that uh, we have uh, about four minutes left in the live show. Of you know, our you're time. such a bummer with your goddamn timer. I'm sorry. I'm just making sure that you guys don't uh, get into mid conversation and uh, uh, and 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 have your time ruined. I really don't. Okay. Well, how about this? I okay. Anti. Anti. I'll be in the middle of a prattle, and all of a sudden, I'll be like, "Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio." Quick. Right, well, I don't want that to anti, happen. Let's, let's jump into like a conversation that you and I always want to have. Right? Anarchy? Right. That's our <laughs> favorite topic, right? Yeah. So. It's, it's um, just the way I think. I, I just think it's, it's, how, it's the only option left. How can we apply that to something that we've already talked about? How about the um, um, the bikers and the fucking... Muslim drawings and all that shit. All right, let's let's apply anarchy to that. Let's apply anarchy to Tesla. Okay. Well, 
Well, before right? before like, we ever get into that, uh, no, just out of curiosity, Will, um, have you heard of uh, uh, Christopher Cantwell? I mean, he's a great guy. He also has a show um, on uh, YouTube. It's called Radical Agenda. Agenda. Hit it up. Um, it's definitely awesome. No, I I don't think I have. Okay, then go ahead and do well, so. check him out on YouTube. Well. You should, and it's Friday afternoons his live show, and you should Chris, listen to Cantwell. Christopher Cantwell, right? Yep, and he Christopher Cantwell. He, he purports himself as uh, as an as an anarchist, but he's kind of backed away a little bit from that now. Um, as, as no, 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 he backed, backed away. away from as in, it's okay to have a government or what? No, 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 well, no, no, no. He's fucking radical. So I mean, not. he doesn't mind. Uh, if it was like a, a menarchy, but he's the guy that just says, okay, we just need to fucking end it. We need to press that button, that anarchy button, and just press it until our fucking fingers get blistered. That's how fucking radical he is. And uh, he did actually say, you know what, we should go ahead and shoot and kill cops. Which, you know, if they're violating, you know, this very simple principle of the NAP, and they do it very, very often, and... Yeah. If, well, you know, it's, it's, they physically uh, yeah. use violence oh, against us, we should go ahead and kill them. And I, you know what, believe it or not, I really like that idea. And, and, hey, as do I. If and, a human and, and, is uh, and violating rights, so they kick them yeah. out of a state. Yep. One minute thirty. What? One minute Nine. thirty left in the live show, guys. Your mom's right. one nine thirty. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, before they go, uh, blog talk radio. Uh, what great <laughs> conversations? Um, what fun? And uh, so, yeah. So Monday, I hit the road. Go out to Cali. On the way back, um, I'm gonna plan it out. So uh, I'll, I'll talk to all you guys before I get back. But,